0: So what are you doing, movie archives?
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down in Front. Our movie this week is Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Philosopher. Stone. I don't know. Pop in your DVD or Blurry, press play, press pause, and find out where you live. The moment the Warner Brothers logo fades to black And in a second I'll say 3, 2, 1, pause at which point I'll press play You'll press play and we'll watch the movie together in perfect sync It'll be like any other commentary except of course with four friends in your head And those friends this week are myself as always T. Christie, Anthony Fighting Alba hello, Michael Dorkman Scott hi, the Amazing Stokes Potter. And our Tv Tropes.org correspondent Mickey, what was it, Snatching Your Face Marsala? <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, Where is that is a, a trope? trope? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that was, oh, that happened on Wanted. Yes. <laughs> one, one day, oh, okay. one day we'll tell you. Okay. Um, if it happens so much, the tired of it then it's a trope. Yes. I mean, on Shawshank Redemption. Anyway, Harry Potter, um, the first movie. Everyone sort of, I think everyone has a good bead on the on the, on the thing that the first movie is. It's mm-hmm. it's really well cast. It's sort of oh uninspired in its in its production and its direction. It's a little easy and and it doesn't it doesn't feel so much like a movie as it feels like the book. ...on screen. Um, And then as the series goes on, they get more and more directory, and and people start bringing in their own stylistic shit to it. And you don't bring in Columbus to make it something crazy. You bring in Columbus to make it happen. And the stuff that I think that happens in this movie, in in terms of casting and production design and establishing what Hogwarts looks like and all that stuff, I, I really, really like it. I think they did a very good job across the board. But it's kind of boring. I mean, it's kind of... It feels flat. It feels dull. I don't know how to articulate why this doesn't feel as exciting or interesting... Uh, but it does feel a little bit more childish, and that might be part of it. But the book is, too, so I don't know. I have no idea. But I like this movie. I will watch it whenever it's on. It's not my favorite of the series, but it sets a lot of things up that, had this not worked, none of the rest would have. Yeah.
0: None of, those I've, sort of I've heard the rest would have happened. Well, sure. I've heard the argument
1: that you could not start doing weird stylistic shit with it unless you had established, this is Harry Potter with no slant on it at all. This is what the world is, and then you can start bringing your shit. You, can't, you couldn't do an Order of the Phoenix feeling movie first, because people would be like, oh, this is weird, true. and I don't like it. I don't, well, yeah, I with that. That's what I've heard. In any case, I, it's not my favorite. It feels kind of bland to me, but that's my read on it. Anthony <laughs> Fighting Alba.
2: Yes. Hm. Well, how, how is that my name all of a sudden? I, I don't know. He it's been, your, it's been your name for a while. No. Anthony was, Fighting I thought, Alba. I thought it was I,
3: Anthony I, Jessica Alba.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, no. no. Um, how do you feel about Harry Potter and the Source Um, Just this one. I just suppose. this one. Okay. I'm going to try to avoid talking about later like, movies for spoiler reasons. I,
0: yeah, as much as possible, um, let's leave something to talk I, about. I tried
2: watching there. this film several years ago, and I fell asleep. And I just was turned and off. That and that brings us to the present. Yes. I, I was very turned off by the film, and I was told to read the books. And I'm like, why should I read the books to enjoy a film? The film should be good on its own. But uh, I've gone through all seven books, and I watched the movie again. And I was able to get through it, but I still didn't like it. Why don't you like it? Just uh, boring. For the reasons you stated, it was boring. It was dull and uninteresting. The way it was directed was just kind of flat and uncreative. I thought. Mm-hmm. Even the, like from the colors, the like the way the DP worked it, it just was not enthusiastic. It felt plain and simple. I don't know how else to put yeah, it. Let's it get just, this done. Yeah. Let's get through this. Exactly. It was just a job for them, and I don't know. It just didn't. It didn't hold me. But so. you read all the books and everything, and I've read all the books. The go. books are way more interesting. I think so. all
1: four of us have read all the books. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Dorkman, yeah. you have a a history with Harry Potter. Yeah. Well, and yeah. recently you've been revisiting them all one by one. Yes. Do you recall what you thought of this one when you came back to it and looked at it for real and sat down and said, "Is this movie good or bad?"
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, when when I first watched it,
1: all of this is available on his WordPress blog. <laughs> yes. At exactly. Dorkmanscott.wordpress.com.
0: Actually, you can get there just from Dorkmanscott.com. Oh. Um. But anyway,
1: <laughs> I have a subdomain. What do you have? Yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
0: Yeah, when I first saw it, I mean, keep in mind that this came out ten years ago, which what is it, hard to believe. It was two thousand one, November two thousand one,
3: when the world was a happy place.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, this happened right after September eleventh,
0: yeah, didn't yeah. it? So holy crap. But it, it's also it was also one of the front runners of fantasy movies because fantasy was it, it, you know things come in in ebb and flow and stuff but it was like this came out and then the next month Lord of the Rings came out and that was when it was like oh like people people will go see fantasy movies and we can start making them for grownups again yeah um, when they're Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings well exactly but, but it's, Aragon it started to uh, <laughs> Aragorn no, Aragon, Aragon is the Aragon other movie. Is the attempt that of Aragorn. Capturing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Aragorn. so I, you know, I saw it in two thousand one. I had just graduated high school, and I wasn't uh super sophisticated in my understanding of filmmaking and stuff like had that. Had you read so the books at that point, I had. or at least the well, ones I'd, that were out at that I'd point? I read the ones that were out. That's his way
2: of saying retarded.
0: I was very yeah, yeah. I was movie retarded, um, but I was so I was familiar with it. I was a big fan. I was I was looking forward to it, and it is a perfectly serviceable adaptation of the book and that's the thing it's not it hey, take it, it easy yeah it isn't super creative and, and going back and revisiting it um the, it's the
1: least interesting to rewatch
0: it's certainly the. I and I knew even before rewatching it like just thinking back I was like that is the least well-made movie like just even in my head revisiting it in memory I was like that's the least sophisticated movie and it is um it has like pacing problems like it's it's cut weird like you could definitely tighten this movie up a lot um, this
1: is one of the longer ones isn't it
0: yes actually and uh, oh we should note because this actually has an extended edition so we're wow. not watching my that. god Whoa. um we're not watching them yeah it's only like seven minutes and it's just like the deleted scenes from the dvd Jeez. cut back into the movie but oh, that's inspired yeah <laughs> exactly Ooh, but i also um i also understand like you said um if they had brought because rowling's first choice was terry gilliam and if they had brought start with him Gilliam. in, yeah. If they had brought him in, it would have been like it would have scared everyone away, and it just would. Well, that's work. what that's the way
1: that argument goes, which is that you have to start with one that establishes everything before yeah. you can start doing crazy shit like. That. Yeah,
0: so it made a, it, it made a really good choice. That being said, I would it, love
1: to see a Gillian yes, Potter. Yeah, yeah. I just don't want to start that yeah, way. It
0: made they it, wouldn't get a sequel. Well, I, I would exactly. I would have loved to see his version of Sorcerer's Stone, but that would have been the only Harry Potter movie they ever made. Um, <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah. Why, why do you think that is? Uh, w- w- let's talk about it when when we actually roll, but because he's the guy that did tide land, but uh <laughs> we don't talk about this is that. this is a lot of people who've read the books, myself included, people are like, oh, those are kids' books. It's like, they're not kids' <laughs> books. They Idiot. start that way, though. They do start that way. They start as, a, just like The Lord of the Rings does. The Hobbit is... A children's essentially book. Essentially a children's book, and then it gets serious and adult. And Harry Potter is the same way. It, tra- it, it starts as a children's book, and this movie is essentially a storybook movie. They got that right. There's not a lot of nuance to it. Everything's very golden and special, and every time there's magic, the fucking theme comes in, and wind blows everyone's <laughs> hair and shit. And... Uh, uh so it's it 's not a very subtle thing it 's definitely a kid 's movie but it it started down the path and and when we get to the second one, even then you see it kind of start to turn so you do have to give Columbus and also he was working with kids so he was like I can't first time I,
1: actor unknown kids
0: first time yeah. actor unknown kids so he's like oh yeah I'm gonna get fucking like yeah, I'm gonna go all." there's not gonna be okay. a lot of wonners in this movie yeah, Exactly. Yeah, we're gonna do extended takes where they're gonna do a five minute scene yeah exactly so the movie is like really cutty and not very creative and it's just like talking heads back 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 and forth you can totally feel them working around the yeah, kids But but they're working around the kids so I yeah, thinking, let's try it again Emma think, thinking about that exactly and, yeah. no they stabilized
1: this based on her eyebrows.
0: Yeah, and the and the kids have and the kids have like two hours a day to work, essentially. Yeah. So um, I understand why the movie turned. Quite frankly, the movie turned out better than it probably has a right to, considering everything that <laughs> yeah. they had to work. Could under. have been the Golden Compass. Yeah. Uh, Trey,
1: did you start with the books or start with what the movies? The British kids.
3: I came. I <laughs> so I they're
1: more efficient. <laughs> I think true. you're thinking of communist <laughs> kids.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Korean kids. I uh, I was already a reader of the books when I saw the movie. Um, How so- did you get into the books? I think as I recall a friend of mine uh mentioned hey you really got to read this just mentioned that they're really cool or or I, or I was just sort of aware of the pop culture that there were these books that were sort of supposedly children's books were becoming more of a thing and then there was going to be a big movie based on them. And then somewhere along the way, I was just became aware in the zeitgeist that there was this thing called Harry Potter and, and checked out the books. And
1: That was me with Twilight. I was like, I didn't get the memo until way too late. Like, no one asked me if it was okay if Twilight became a national phenomenon. <laughs> yeah. So people were all <laughs> of a sudden talking was. about Twilight. I was like, what the fuck is Twilight?
4: Yeah,
3: someone backed a truck into your living room. Here it is, here's Twilight. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what, what I was not that? consulted. Ah! Yeah. So it was that, I was, so I was... A fan of the books, I'd read the books, and uh, and so yeah, I'm I'm you know unfortunately it sounds like we're not going to have a lot of controversy in this episode because we're all pretty much on the same page. It's like okay, this is a fine workman like journeyman adaptation of remains a stalwart, yeah, remains (laughs) just of of, you know and and so as a as a film goer and a fan of the books, you know, a film goer, I was like, well, let's see, good swing, that's a a solid double, you know, a, a solid double, a good line up the middle. Um, As a filmmaker, I totally understand all the heavy lifting that was involved and why the movie kind of is what it is in so many different ways and what made it that way. Um, Chris Columbus, of course, you can see how he got the job because he'd made seven movies, all of which featured kids. And they go, he's a kids guy and this is going to be a movie about kids. Chris
1: Columbus did Home Alone, among other things. Home Alone,
3: Stepmom, Adventures in Babysitting. Of course, he also wrote... Gremlins and young Sherlock Holmes and all that, that kind of stuff. Which is still baffling to it's me. Still, it's like, idea. that guy wrote Gremlins? Everyone he... was young and dark at one point. Yeah, I'm like, uh, and he, he wrote and the, the violent version of Gremlins, Yeah, he too. wrote the, the nasty version of Gremlins. Um, and, you know, but he became a director. And, and so, but all of his movies he directed are about, you know, kids in a living room. You right. know, so like to give this guy a, I understand the kid aspect, but to give this guy a visual, you know, thing. Universe film. <laughs> exactly. And so I remember having a conversation uh, just... Uh, Having a conversation with someone at the time who said, "Yeah, well, you know, maybe the conversation scenes, but the, you know, when they start to you know play Quidditch and stuff, it gets really lyrical." I'm like, "Yeah, because somebody in the previs department has a good eye." Right. It's like the visual effects when it's a visual effects shot. Suddenly the movie gets much more dynamic, and uh, you know, I, I, we all know that that means that uh, isn't necessarily the director. Halon or the third floor was kicking right. ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a guy in previs who has a really good eye. Um, and there's some really unfortunate. Initially, uh, because I have not watched this movie since it came out. Um, there were, remember some really unfortunate effect shots. I
0: look forward to talking about the yeah. the effects. I mean, we should we should get rolling. But, yeah. it's, it's but, f-
3: but my summation is again just my overall is I understand everything they were up against, and they didn't screw it up, and the series was able to continue. Yeah. You know that was that's that's golf clap. Sorcerer's yeah. Stone. Exactly. Golf clap.
1: Anyway, you're at the point where the Warner Brothers logo has faded to black, as I am here. Put your finger on some button. Doesn't matter. Remote. <laughs> VCR. Of. Elevator. Three, two, one ding Batonius Prestorum.
0: If you uh, if if um I, I think the point was made by um by Mike Seymour on one of the like bazillion podcasts he, he does but Oh my
1: god it says private drivers and how ah!
0: Yeah, well, exactly. It's like, that's that's one of the most, the, like, the only iconic things. He's like, we are making a Harry Potter movie, goddammit.
1: Before we get too far away from okay. this, we did on Geek, so we did a commentary for that. We were trying to do a Rift Track off back at the time, at the time, and Brian and Chris and I were doing a thing, and I always remember this joke that Brian came up with for that, where he's like, it starts on this owl sitting on the side, and then it pans out, and then he comes back in, and then the, and Brian's like, hey, want to see me turn into CGI and fly away?
4: <laughs> Wee! <laughs> <laughs>
1: And I've stolen that "we" and used it since. Wii! Ah, uh, the, oh, the original. Oh, Richard Harris. original. And like I like. Well, I, we're going to get into the part where he dies. <laughs> Dumbledore, <laughs> Dumbledore dies.
3: Yeah. Oh, no, no, literally, no. he dies. You yeah. said we weren't going to do that. Yeah. No, I know, nope. but I, lo- Harris,
2: I yeah.
1: love this Dumbledore.
2: Wow. I prefer this Dumbledore. Who set up the rule about only talking about this movie? dorkman
0: I would like to because then we won't have anything to do for the next sixteen hours. Yeah. Can that we cover we the whole series no, I, in I, this I, movie? Well, I, I, thought,
2: I thought Teague set up the rule and then broke it. Yeah. Like, that's no, the... no, no, no. Why well, do that too? That's <laughs> like yeah. the Teague thing. You're, you're
3: right, um... the actor who played Dumbledore. Now, see
0: right? the 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 thing about this movie, one of the reasons that it doesn't, I think, quite work is that you've got all these great these great British actors like. I, I, yeah, all, they they also don't quite know what they're doing, but they, they don't quite understand what's going on. They're using like a, in a little bit. She she refers to the Dursleys as Muggles, and the way she says it, it's like she's <laughs> never said the she's word before French. in her life. Yeah, she she pronounces it weird. It's like it, it in the second movie, the adults. Because I guess they've probably seen the first movie, they're like, Oh, I get the game we're playing now and they're they're all into it and that's one of the things that, that actually revs up Chamber of Secrets um, more than this one is that the grown ups have bought into it. But in this one, they're kind of like, you know, the way he says Professor McGonagall, it's like you wouldn't actually say her name that way. You're just saying that so that if Mike came
1: over to- Mike came over to a party we had last night. He when he walked in I didn't go Michael.
0: Michael. Yeah. Scott? Exactly. He wasn't. He wasn't announcing me for the opening <laughs> night crowd. It was. It, yeah. He was. Although yeah. I do do that sometimes. Yeah. Um, that's this,
1: uh, in the th-
0: in the book. That serious blacks motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Set up that early.
1: This um, this looks like the book reads. Yep. Yeah Foggy and dark and British. This is I I have to and say and kind of purple.
0: That this movie absolutely looked. Exactly the way I imagined it like the production and everything the production designer Stuart Craig who you know they've they've jumped from director to, to director and stuff but I think the reason that the movie the movies series feels like a single unified thing even given all the different styles is they've kept the production design team.
2: Um, So that feels unified to you. It doesn't feel unified to me. It feels disjointed, like, between each film. Well,
0: stylistically, yes, but the The world world that it inhabits.
2: Even the world feels different for me. You think so? Because, like, the third movie changed all everything. Okay, yeah, the the third movie changed uh, Hogwarts
0: significantly. At one point, didn't they change the
1: design of Hogwarts?
0: The third film. Well, they... They've changed the design of Hogwarts subtly in every film, depending on the needs yeah. of the film. The but sets have always how do you know that Hogwarts
1: it? just doesn't change, man? Yeah. Well, exactly. with that. With Magic. I mean, how does that work? They, I don't yeah, know.
3: Yeah, they established that in this movie. The staircases are always doing things. Yeah, exactly. Which they didn't
1: establish in the book, but whatever.
0: No, they did. They established the yeah. changing staircases. In the book? Oh. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. A funny, they, what I, what... they get they get lost all the time, and there's. Well, they like, get lost, but this is, by the way, the probably the smartest thing that Dumbledore does. If, if just to talk about the story a little bit as well, because um, the only reason Harry isn't a complete ass <laughs> the entire <laughs> series is because he he lived with the Dursleys. Otherwise, because as we've been discussing on the forums, yeah. he would
1: have been Fred Savage. Yeah,
0: as we've been discussing <laughs> on the forums, he's not a particularly.
1: Good. Anything. He's not.
0: He's not innately talented. the The world thinks he is, and if he'd, he if he'd grown up around them, he'd. Grow up probably believing that he was, you know, a brilliant wizard because he defeated Voldemort and he was just a baby and blah, blah, blah. Total fluke. <laughs> so yeah. he didn't know any of that. So he doesn't believe he's an awesome wizard. He, and, and he knows he has to learn stuff even though everyone around him thinks he's an awesome wizard. So it's a good thing he didn't grow up among that because then he'd just be an ass, be like, yeah, I could do whatever I want to. And, and then when it came down to it for him to actually save the world again, he'd be hopeless. Yeah. He, re- he the- would have been
3: Surrey Cruise.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> do you recall at the time? All the uh, hubbub around, oh my god, the scars on the side of his head, not on the center. Remember that whole thing happened. Va-
0: I do vaguely yeah, there remember was that. Yeah, you know, because it had to be somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, the scar—the scar—is drawn on the book covers in the center of his head. But apparently, uh, J.K. Rowling was like, "No, no, I meant for it to be on the side. They just illustrated it wrong. So that's where I wanted." She, she didn't movies,
2: she so. approve these illustrations before they went out and got published? She, she has may no not control. Have,
0: she, not, early not on, in the, no. in the first in the first couple books, she may not have had that. She just that level wrote this faggotable children's
2: especially, book. You know, <laughs> different <laughs>
3: different editions <laughs> in different countries and
2: so on. Did you guys like the choice for Dumbledore for the first two films? Well, the choice
1: they made initially, and then they had to change it Yeah, later. it was
3: kind of an obvious choice. It's like, you know, boy, it's like it'd, it'd be great if they could get Richard Harris. Oh, they got Richard Harris. That's even better. Holy yeah. shit. How about that? There it is. You know, it's like, who's the oldest? It's like... Olivier's already dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Alec
1: Guinness gave up on yeah, this a yeah, long time ago. He's
3: gone. Uh, was, was Peter O'Toole still alive yeah. at the time? You know, it's like, it was. you know, there's only like four Sean people. Sean Connery doesn't return Sean anyone's Connery's calls. Sean Connery's not taking calls. So, <laughs> and Bill Murray's English. Sean Connery Dumbledore would have been, boy, that would have been a wrong choice. Yeah. But um, You know, and then, of course, it's like, I th- it's almost as if... Well,
2: they should have got Macaulay Culkin.
3: At least they, at least they, at least they got uh, for Dumbledore. For yeah. Dumbledore,
2: okay, it would, have awesome. could have would have been awesome. You could have been Draco. He reunites with the been director, director of Home Alone. Yeah, yeah,
4: exactly. Just call him up. Oh boy, to, the, I can see the headlines now. He's been waiting for the phone to ring. Something else. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> Macaulay Culkin works again. As if he had to. What's God, weird, he's uh, so tiny. Look at him. When I
2: first saw this film, <laughs> I actually got dumb. the feeling that I was watching, like, Home Alone, and I didn't realize it was the same director. He
0: did He did say that. He's like, this doesn't feel like a fantasy movie. It feels like a Home Alone movie. Yeah. I was like, it's the same guy, it's the same actually. Guy.
1: Home Alone 1 and 2. How are you guys on the casting of Young Harry here? That's Boy, talk about uh, pretty taking accurate. a chance. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like,
3: because you're really like, if this becomes a series, you know, I mean, how old is he here? He's... 12? 10. George He's Lucas 10. made a similar gamble. Yeah, exactly, and... and uh, Gambled had, wrong. Had to change two other movies, uh, but the, you know, the we'll idea... We'll call it a gambledor. A gambledor. <laughs> and it's interesting not to, you know... A sp- door. Spoil... Not to spoil the, you know... In the real world, it's interesting that, uh, you know, this young kid has grown up to be a pretty talented actor who I think yeah. have a really good career. I think uh, Ron Weasley is kind of surprisingly good. Ron is really good in this. Emma Emma Watson doesn't seem to have anything to do other than stand. Stan- no
4: way! <laughs> she's... she's
3: Fine. She stands on the red carpet and scowls in in designer clothes. Is all she seems to do outside of these movies. So we're not really sure what's going to happen with her. I, I think she is I'll a talented
0: it. actress, but uh, she's she's really good in the third one, which we'll get to. But yeah. she's she's but, one of the. But she, ones.
3: unlike the other, unlike the other rule. Yeah. two leads, she's not. You know, she's not. Uh, you know, she's not doing a lot of other things yet other right, than, right. like, you know, being a clothes horse and looking very pissed off on red carpets all yeah. the time. Um, so I'm not sure what her trip is. But, uh, you know, she, she grew up to be pretty. I mean, you could see that you, right away. The, so uh, the, the, your, your question was, you know, the casting It's like, yeah, I mean, imagine, imagine the – the agony of the casting of this, you know, mm-hmm. and how how much they went like, oh, there's this God, kid. They must have been pulling their kid, hair out. This kid and that kid. And how I many don't kids did they go through? Do you know? Hundreds. All of them. Uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> all of them. Exactly. Right, right here when Dudley is getting up, we, we talked about it. We think he should have slammed face first into the glass. Right. Because no one puts your you don't put your hand up if you're not expecting glass to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He, so he fell through.
2: Like, huh? He fell through, so he wouldn't know there'd be glass again. Right. He exactly. He, you know.
0: But but anyways, as far as the casting goes, first of all, the uh, um, I've, I've been saying lately, I'm like, boy, they're lucky none of them grew up ugly. Like, yeah, I know, exactly. You see, you see Are you telling
1: the- me right now that Rupert Grint is not ugly? He's got a great I character like
0: face. He's, he
1: actually turned out he's, better than I thought he was going to. He's exactly, and not in any way exaggerated, like a fish. He might no. hear this. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I think he I looks smashing. I think he's cute. I was actually um,
3: kind of surprised because he was the one I was like, "Wow, that ten years from now that could be a sad yeah. story."
0: Although but, he, actually, you know, he, who looks
1: the weirdest now is actually the guy that plays Draco. He
0: kind of yeah. looks. Yeah, he yeah. got
1: kind of Sarah Jessica Parker like.
0: Ron. Ron doesn't look. Well, he was weird from the beginning. Rupert doesn't look anything like Ron people. is supposed to look. I yeah. will put it that way. Ron is supposed to have a long nose, he's supposed to be tall and lanky and like and like Rupert Grint has kind of a a button, button nose, nose and he's he's tall but he's like kind of beefy and stuff like that and he's like they they even did a thing in the the um uh, the, the, the ultimate editions they they have a series of documentaries, and there was one about the characters and they had all the actors reading the description of their characters the first time they're introduced and He read his and he 's like yeah that 's not really me is it i'm just i 'm just a ginger, <laughs> and that 's why i 'm wrong
5: there's actually a trope called adaptational attractiveness, whereas oh. like uh hermione notably uh she oh, was yes. not intended to be pretty at all, and then of course she winds up actually being quite attractive
0: yeah she 's supposed to be uh a, a, we can talk about it when we get to her, but she's supposed to be like frizzy-haired, which she is, but also buck-toothed. Yeah. Which um, was a big deal until the fourth book. She but they, fixes her teeth. Yeah. yeah. But they tried that. There's there actually a couple scenes that they shot with some some prosthetic buck teeth in, and they were like, no. Nope, this is stupid. Nope, we can't. It's, we, J.K. Yeah, Rowling's a moral. We're, we're
3: not committing to this for a decade.
0: Yeah, we're not committing to this. So uh, so they they were just like,
2: she can be cuter than she's supposed to be. This bucks.
1: is England, and her teeth suck. <laughs>
2: Do you guys think that this film could have gone darker at the end and still maintain an audience? For darker for a sequel? in what sense? Like, Lord of the Rings starts out really kind of jolly and happy and, you know, perky, and then at the end it gets to this dark note where everything's kind of fucked. You mean Fellowship or the series? Fellowship. The first film, Fellowship. Oh, well,
0: yeah, but it's a different book. I think that, yeah, the story didn't the, – the the story at the end of this one doesn't get as fucked as it does at the end of Fellowship. The, the, this one is –
2: um. But I'm saying it could have works. gone – they could have – made that third act darker, don't you think? Is it's like kind of a coming-of-age film, so to speak. A little it's bit. bit. it's, I think it's a coming-of-age series. It's too early for that. They're yeah, also, yeah. The, you know, the
3: books, the books also, you know, people say, boy, the movies got darker and darker. It's like, well, the source material got yeah. darker and darker. The yeah. first movie is very much like, and so the adventure begins.
0: Yeah. You know, that's
3: pretty much how the first book
0: ends, and so that's how the movie the, ends. Uh, the first book feels like... It's just it it feels like a kids book it's like yeah they they just had their uh, an adventure and they triumphed and like you're never really concerned about their safety cuz they're kids what's going to happen to them you know it's just it's just a fun little almost almost throwaway adventure and then it's like you know you get to chamber of secrets and it's like oh that one's you're doing it again uh, is <laughs> <Yeah>. it, <laughs>
3: You can't you get, not do it. You
0: get to Chamber of Secrets, and it's like, oh, that one is, you know, you, you know, Harry and the Scooby Gang have to defeat yeah, Voldemort yeah.
3: again. It seemed like, the, from the books, that's what it seemed like it was going to be. It
0: seemed like it was just going to be a series of those, yeah. and and they were, you know, the first two were, like, amusing enough that it's like, fine, I will read as many of these as she yeah, wants to write.
1: fun little romps.
3: Yeah,
0: but then, but then starting with the third one, it's like, oh, no, this is actually something else. Oh, wait, you're, else. Doing
1: a, you're doing a thing.
0: Yeah, this is something else, and these are all one story. They're not little episodics like they appeared to be early on and, and then... she had
2: that in mind from the very beginning or did her the, the, the drama of her actual life Interject into the book, and she's like, "You know what? Fuck it! I'm making this a whole different thing." No, I think
0: she had but- I think it because her life
3: got less dramatic as the books went yeah, on. Yeah, I think she-, <laughs> she wrote the first book when she was on welfare, yeah.
0: sitting in a coffee shop, and she was a billionaire by the time yeah. she wrote the last. One, she had so- it. She had it in mind. I-, I think she'd had the entire series outlined from the beginning. She knew that she was going to be telling a single story, and especially if you if you read the books, there are there are uh, especially if you've already read the books, or once you've seen all the movies, and and the final one will be out. Um, by the time this goes out, but if you go back and, and reread the books, there's, how did they
1: get to this island?
0: Well, there's in the, on a boat in the book. There's a, actually a much longer sequence where they're they're trying like they go to a hotel and the letters find them there, right, and then right, they're right. you know at a gas station and the letters find them there. So ultimately, he you know uh, and and uh, Uncle Vernon is getting crazier and crazier, which is where that line "Daddy's gone mad" yeah. uh, originally so they, came from.
3: Then they finally end up on a you know. A, a well, lighthouse in the middle of
0: the ocean because they rented a boat from some crazy seaman and the the uh you know a storm was coming in so he's like haha no letters and it's like but what are you going to do tomorrow <laughs> you know you're not thinking this through um, but yeah they, <laughs> it just skips straight from the house to the lighthouse on the on the rocky island so yeah, it's
3: interesting that the books and you know again we we can't help but. Do this a little bit But it was like Was it the fourth or fifth book When they finally revealed What the Dursley's trip was You know I was like What is the deal With these Dursley yeah, people Yeah it was and, the fifth one It was the yeah, fifth you know, one They finally give the backstory of, of why the Dursleys act The way they do Up
1: yeah. until that point They seem a little bit Too cartoonish for me They, I they, think they take me out A little bit
0: They are a little They they are certainly A bit cartoonish It I has mean, a
3: Yeah there's Sort of a Chitty Chitty Bang Bang yeah. Kind of vibe to I've them.
0: always I've always been uh, Been amazed by uh, Specifically I mean Vernon And also Dudley I'm like how I'm 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 really impressed and respect the actors that can be like they they read the you know the the casting call and it's like ugly fat horrible family that is me I'm <laughs> yeah. going out I'm for so that I'm so in well they made I'm... the
2: they made the mom more attractive than she is in the book yeah like yeah the in the book they describe her as hideous with a like fucked up nose well she's a
0: she's got a horsey face horse-y which face. she kind of does a little here but not not really not, horribly, not to the extent yeah. that the book describes yeah it. well they could bird face they, well they could have made her you know. It, to to go any further with it would have been prosthetics, and then you're really getting into the the realm of cartoon. I think the I of,
2: say go for of it. Of all <laughs> of the
1: casting, uh, we're gonna have when uh, when Alan Rickman shows up, I'm gonna I'm gonna make myself unpopular. But yeah. of all of the casting, I think Robbie Coltrane nails it the most. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think. The second he walks on the street, yep, that's Hagrid. that's Hagrid. That's Hagrid, and they really handled even his voice. You know, it's exact. Everything yeah, about it is yeah. perfect, and they really handled the. He seems good natured and likable, but maybe a little dumb and weird, but mm. fine and a good person and helpful. And this,
0: by the way, is never explained. His broken wand is in that m- m- umbrella. Just for people who haven't it's read a, the books it's and a magical are umbrella. what the fuck uh, is, is going on. But that, but that's the other thing. It's like why explain it? There's magic. His umbrella is magic. Mm-hmm. Fine.
3: Uh, they did a good job of also with the whole giant thing. You know, it's like yeah. they're using all the tricks, and it really is you know totally. Is there
2: any CG totally with the, with a giant at all? Um, I think I some, did, it might be split some split screening. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. some, like, some they, comping. There, there's, there's, there's I, never much, no, I never noticed any visual there's, effects. There's much it. clearer comping actually in the later films, but in this one, in this one, it was more like Lord of the Rings, which like is interesting. Force perspective shit.
2: It was force perspective. Robbie Coltrane
1: isn't a tall guy, if I
3: recall. He's a large
0: man, but he's not
2: right tall. In Lord of the Rings, I noticed it. Like when it looked like a, an effect, uh-huh. but here I couldn't, I couldn't tell at all. Right. Yeah. He's well, just
3: got big, you know, big boots on. But, and, but know, I love him. Placement. I
1: think he just completely nails it. Yeah. He seems so yeah. much like Hagrid.
0: I think. But going back to what we were talking about earlier in terms of casting, I think as soon as I saw, you know, this uh, Dan Radcliffe, young Dan Radcliffe as Harry Potter, I'm like, oh fuck, yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where he came from, but yes, that is exactly. That was your reaction at the time. Uh, yeah, I was why? like, why? Just because he, he thought he was doing well, he
1: looked right, or no? He
0: just from the picture, I was like, fucking yes, that's Harry. He does Potter look a right lot there. like the illustrations on yeah. the covers of the books, you know. But he, he actually has a resemblance. But it's like from the
1: eye color, I th- right? Doesn't right. Harry in the book have green
0: Harry's eyes? Harry's supposed to have green eyes, and he they wanted to make his eyes green as well. But he, w- you know, he was so young and stuff, he couldn't handle contact. So they're like, fuck it, Harry in the movie yeah. has blue eyes. Again, it's like.
3: Nobody cares. J.K., does it matter what color his eyes are?
0: Yes, actually it does, but as long as they're the same color as his mother's, that's fine. Because that comes up, like, every book. Someone is saying he has his mother's eyes. Um, Does J.K. Rowling have green eyes? I don't know. Uh, No, I think she has blue eyes, actually. But um, he's actually, again, watching a lot of behind-the-scenes material and stuff lately. You, one of the, uh, I think the very first Ultimate Edition um, thing has his initial audition, like his initial screen tests. He's actually really good in it, even even as a little kid. Like better than some of the stuff that you see here in the movies, because he, you know, he was on set. He was probably really nervous, and and like you can you can sometimes see it in his eyes that he's like, okay, as soon as she says the next word, that's my line, you know. But you you can see in the in the screen test cuz he talks about um uh the first three books have been published by that point so they actually tested him with some dialogue or some some prospective dialogue from Prisoner of Azkaban and he's talking about um Sirius Black having killed his parents and stuff like that and he's like a you know a 10-year-old kid um and he's he's very serious and he's uh he's just really good it's like really astonishing how how good he is and you see that it's like oh i see why they cast him like they weren't able to quite bring that out in the first couple of movies, but I see where they saw the potential in him.
1: That's great. Never yeah. insult Albus. And like and he, he just—he's he, being all jolly and weird and funny, mm-hmm. and then he brings it down. He's like, "Yeah, he's still—he's still eight feet tall." I'll yeah. just shut the fuck up now.
0: He's eight feet tall, but you know he's pointing a pink umbrella at them. Like it's, it's still a gun. threatening, and it's yeah. still threatening. The one of the things—he could
1: still beat the shit out of you with an yeah. umbrella. One
0: of the one of the things that these. First couple
2: movies. Umbrellas
1: are very violent things in my experience. <laughs> yeah.
2: One of the things that these first couple this. movies lack. What the hell happened? The automatic deploying umbrellas. Oh, I felt like a woman beat you or something. No, and I, I, was punched, like...
1: I, I, basically, I basically knocked myself out like fucking old vaudeville act
2: where it opened <laughs> under
1: my chin and it just went over.
4: <laughs> <Bang>. <laughs> what is this?
1: They... I found the kill teague button.
2: I smacked myself in the eye once with a Pilates tool. Use tools. You're a Pilates tool. Um, <laughs> but uh, dorkman. Darkman. Sorry. Uh,
0: well, well, I was gonna say a different thing, but uh, but I will say that they they actually, for all that they focused very, you know, strongly on getting like the exact plot, and for the most part, everything is here from the book. Um, they they made some very smart um, choices in terms of contracting time, like like right here when he when Hagrid shows up at the hut, they he just. They they sleep there. They're like, well, the storm's still going, so uh, you know we'll head out tomorrow morning. And then they head out the next morning. Whereas here it's just like, okay, so Harry, let's go. And then here he takes him to Diagon Alley in the book. He in the book Harry goes back to the Dursleys for a month, and he has to talk to talk the Dursleys into driving him to King's Cross to get on the train. Whereas here. They're like, he's already in London, so how about that's just, he's A large there. man abducted him. Yeah, yeah. a large let's, man abducted let's just do him. this. He's in London. How about he bought his shit and now he gets on the train? Same day. Okay? How about that? Um, so I, I think there are some smart contractions here and there. Um, but anyway, uh, this what was I saying before that?
1: Something about how much you hate various types of people and we wanted to get you off the subject. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. This movie series, not well, just I this movie. I do say that. Plays fast and loose, and I guess the book does too, books, fast and loose with oh, how the that's real that's world nice. is supposed to deal with the magic world and how they're how much they're supposed to know and not know and all those things because they make a big deal over a muggle saw you in the car in this book or whatever. Right. But at the same time, do you really honestly think as, a, as an adult living right now, if you look at the train station and a guy walks into the wall, you're not going to notice it. It's not going to be on security cams, that kind of thing. It, do, you, do you really think that Google Maps doesn't have a picture of Diagon Alley from above even though there's a magic brick wall there? Like, it's hard to tell exactly... How much of this is supposed to? It's like suspend your disbelief. The Muggles mostly don't know about this. Well, Whenever, you, the, when it, if you saw an owl flying around with a letter coming to your suburban home, you would still go, oh,
3: "That's weird." Yeah, you, the, the, I think the, well the, the
0: owls are noticed yeah, certainly. The
3: general gist that I get is is that from the books is is that. A lot of the magic is that uh, the anti-Muggle magic is glamour. It's it's not that these things aren't there. It's just that Muggles are sort of not able to see them. Yeah, they literally are disguising, like you know, saying, Muggles just say think... something else on that security well, camera. We, we not see,
0: seeing... we, I mean, we see it in, in uh, we we see it in Order of the Phoenix with twelve Grimauld Place. The Muggles literally yeah. cannot see it. Yeah, they just their their eyes slide.
3: It doesn't look like there's a building. Yeah, their eyes
0: slide right from eleven to thirteen, and like they talk about it in the in the books, not in the movies. It's like Hogwarts is just there in the Scottish Highlands. And you, it's in but, Scotland? But if a, yeah yeah but if, a, if, but a, if you went there I didn't you just know see, that either.
3: you just see hills you if, just you, see, if you, you, went you went there you'd
0: just see hills and if you got uh, especially close it's like there there are charms in place that that if muggles get too close to the castle they will suddenly remember they have pressing business elsewhere yeah. and and go and do it and what i what i uh, was was saying earlier is— does that apply the,
1: to the train too huh
0: yeah probably mm. they they one of the things that's missing especially from these early movies um that that uh, makes it not quite as uh, enchanting as the books is the sense of humor that the books have. Um, the books have a very dry British sense of humor, um, and and it, you know it's it's very silly. There's no qualms about the fact that Hagrid is waving a big purple, um, uh, uh, a pink umbrella around. That's would silly. You,
1: would you compare it to Hitchhiker's Guide?
0: In a sense, yeah, yeah. And, and that's one of the reasons I think uh, Gilliam...
1: A big crazy otherworlder is waving around his pink umbrella in a threatening way? Yeah. That kind it's, of thing? It's,
0: it's one of the things that I think would have made Gilliam a good choice for it because he gets that kind of very... British, like it's, but does, it's, he get the, does he get the rest of the stuff? It's Monty that, Pythonish yeah. British humor, you know? I think it's, the
3: wizard world would have been much more extreme yeah. in its look and design had Gilliam just, you know, planted the flag on this thing. Yeah.
0: So. But it's it's they they are very funny books um the the characters say and do very funny things whereas here it's mostly played um straight face yeah. like like later on um when uh, when they're at the first feast uh in in this movie you know after the sorting Dumbledore stands up and he's like I'd like to say a few words you know uh the the uh, the forbidden forest is off limits, and blah blah blah. And he just he just gives his talk about the th- in the book. He's like, I'd like
1: to give a few words.
0: Toaster? Yeah. No, he say he stands up, and I actually remember yeah. the words. He stands up and he says, "I'd like to say a few words." Nitwit, blubber, oddment, tweak. <laughs> Let's Thank <eat>. you. <laughs> and th- and it's yeah. like it feels
4: more
1: like the Phantom Tollbooth when you put it that way. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 very like and a you know, servest kind of vibe to it.
0: Harry goes, you know, it's uh, you know, is he crazy and. And Percy's like he's the greatest wizard in the world, but yes, he's also he's also crazy. crazy. Yeah. <laughs>
3: this Willow, by the way, is, uh, is our lead goblin here? Who...
0: Oh no, the, the the one that that took his key was this is yeah, uh, mini Willow was the yeah Willow was yeah. the one at the at the gate. Um, Warwick is, Davis they, and Vern Troyer. Are, are the, the goblins described <laughs>
2: like this in the book? Are they described as short and wear suits? They're just described as yeah.
0: ugly, I believe. I can't remember. Because I imagine like
2: bigger, gangly.
0: Well, you're imagining Lord of the Rings goblins. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's probably what happened.
3: I, I, I again it's 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 a testament to, to the author the original author is is that this world is so fully sort of realized and it's very satirical i mean you know she's she's commenting on much, on british society really
1: where's the satire
3: well the idea that it's, it's that not the not banking industry is run by goblins that these yeah. are the guys who run the banks is little you know you know horrifying little trolls um they're the bankers you yeah. know?
0: they're obs- they're obsessed with treasure they don't. They don't care about anyone or yeah. anything. They're just obsessed with the treasure, which makes them perfect for for protecting your treasure. But God help you if you try and you yeah. know, mess with
3: it. And this whole the whole idea, the whole permeation of you know again, a British British people are much more aware of. class structure and about you know bureaucracy especially I mean my god you know it's like they the British invented bureaucracy and they've made it quite an art form and the books definitely sort of are steeped in that that oh no this this is how it's done this is how we do it you have to do this and then you do that and then you do that do you have your key you know, it's all it's 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 a very British thing.
0: Oh, yeah. And I mean, she was she was uh, involved in, you know, British public education. So the Hogwarts, <laughs> you know, education you know. system is kind of I would imagine. You know, know, there's stuff. probably
3: no better education into British bureaucracy than having to be on welfare in Britain. Right. You yeah. Know, it's like they'll give you money, but you got to you got to stand in a lot <laughs> who, of lines. But who you, you got
0: to deal with the goblins who yeah.
1: paved the road at Diagon Alley. Do they have magic contractors? Who put cobblestones on the ground and everything? Who paved know. the fucking road, man?
2: They probably used their wands to make it. Or house elves, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: I, like, I like how dismissive that. They probably just used their stupid fucking wands yeah. to make yeah. it. Yeah. Well, they,
0: that's, a, that's a easy dismiss it because they're wizards. That's how they did it. Yeah, a wizard Shit. did it.
1: Diagon Alley works for all you guys? That's,
0: I mean, Dumbledore... like the, with
1: the no parallel lines and the production design and all that stuff? Does it look right?
0: It Yeah, it's just... It feels
1: smaller to me than I thought it would.
0: The first time it does. It, it kind of expands over time. But yeah, it feels
2: it feels You mean cramped. with each movie? Hmm? Expands with each. There are movie. more movies, yes. and
3: John Hurt, ladies and gentlemen, and what kept him, I wonder.
1: <laughs> this is the series of every British actor. Yeah, except for Terence Stamp.
0: John, what else was John Terrence Hurt? Stamp, Stamp, uh, Stephen Fry, he, John Stephen Fry, H-
2: Lost in Space, is he? No, he's just. Fry was in in uh, how is Stephen Fry never in? we talked. About, we've talked about this. He, yeah.
0: just, he he got to do all the books on tape. So,
2: oh, <laughs> William Hurt was in Lost in Space. Yes, yes. Okay. Gary Oldman is English, right? Yes. John Hurt's in Hellboy he plays a very similar yeah. kind of character John
0: Hurt was uh he was his nailing he uh, V for Vendetta.
2: Yeah. Not the, oh brother, but, He was awesome in that.
0: And uh he was also I've been watching recently and it's on Netflix, he was also the storyteller in Jim Henson's yes. uh short lived yeah. storyteller series. Cool. There's a
2: Muppet movie coming out. Yes, I know. There's always a There's Muppet, Muppet Someone movie in the coming. room who's has been working on it. But. No. Is it good? <laughs> Okay, fingers crossed. I will keep. (laughs) Okay,
5: go. Mickey has a trope. So, so there's a trope called all star cast, which is clearly every single actor you've ever heard of that is British is in the film. (laughs) And there's actually a a comment here on TV tropes that says Bill Nye uh, claimed he was excited to be playing Rufus in the last movie because if he hadn't, he would have been the only actor in England not to have shown up in the series at some point.
3: Pretty much. Um, Other than Stephen Fry. Yeah. Such or, a uh, or
0: apparently um Kate Winslet Kate Winslet was approached in her for for a role that if you haven't read the books you don't know what it is yet but um
1: oh the chick with blue hair
0: Oh, she would have been good she she was going to yeah um, for, but her agent apparently turned it down without even consulting her because her agent was like she doesn't want to be in you know Some this magical kids movie can she show her tits yeah. She's out. She, well, it's, apparently the agent said she she didn't think, uh, uh, or he, whatever, uh, didn't think Kate would want to join every other British actor and be in Harry Potter. I'm like, where's the <laughs> logic in that? Isn't that exactly what Kate Winslet would want to do? This but maybe is where that's... agents
1: can scream. We get it. Sometimes. It was grim. Let's move on. Yeah.
3: Now you know. Again, the movie is. There's, as we say, is a lot of pipe delay, yeah. you know, and it's just getting through it as fast as it can. Like, okay, so there's the wand,
0: and then and the Phoenix Heartstring, and yin and diagonally and you go to the school, and okay, this is well, this is the first time we're actually getting a sense of what the because up until now it's been like you're a wizard and that's awesome and stuff like that. Here's where we're actually getting the essentially introduction of the villain. Um, we're getting the, the idea of what went on because it wasn't really explained. It was just, you know, something happened. Harry had to be taken to his aunt and uncle and stuff like that. And now we're getting into, wait a second. Uh, there's There was, you know, a, another person who had a wand. There was a bad wizard who somehow gave me this scar and he had the, the twin wand to mine and stuff like that. It's, it's interesting because if you've read the books, you kind of – you already know, well, what's going on. But if you've seen the movie, it's kind of like, well – Okay. This is
1: uh Voldemort's mad.
0: Well we haven't even heard his name. Yeah, I haven't
3: even
1: said his name. So you you think Ollivander goes around explaining the the world to everyone that walks in the (laughs) (laughs) door? It's yeah.
0: I don't know. Of, uh, Ollivander just stands knows nothing but wands in the books. You know, that's all he talks about is wands. They keep
2: changing the phrase for how they talk. They refer to Voldemort throughout the books.
0: Well, they call him either he,
2: you know who or he who, or, we, or he who must not be named. He who must not be named, which is interesting because
0: which later it,
3: becomes even more of an important
0: feature. Yeah, it does. Which, uh, yeah,
2: which they, to, oh, oh, can't they talk about. that. No,
0: we can we talk can talk about, about it. It's too. it's not in the it's not in this, but because it's not in the movie, so we can bring it up as it as it. Um, as it transpires in the uh, in the the seventh movie when when or the seventh book when Voldemort is back, um, he, there's a specific charm called a taboo that he puts on his name. If you if you speak it, like it alerts him. It like, alerts him. It's like a GPS goes yeah. off. So, it's So
3: Google News alert. Someone someone's actually not afraid of me enough to say my name out loud. Yeah. So, I probably want to know who that is.
0: So it's actually um it, it, you know it's it's al- al- almost all the way towards the end of the series that you find out oh people weren't just like so afraid they started calling him he who must not be named like they literally had to or he would appear and kill you like so they even after he was gone they were all in the habit so why didn't he? they had become afraid of the name huh why didn't well, he's he? not back yet he's what not, not back he's yet. Not, he's,
3: oh, he's, right. in his, sure. he's in his he's in his broken form now. yeah so gotcha. people can
0: freely say voldemort right now but they're still so in the habit of being like if we say his name he'll kill us that that they whenever just, someone says
1: it they're like eh, yeah sh- that they, sh- that they sh- sh- sh-
0: freak out a little stop bit stop that you know that By the way, the the parents in this movie, same ones all the way through. Yeah. They, they aside from Richard Harris and I think one of the, the Gryffindor Quidditch uh, chasers, every single person that they cast <laughs> in these movies has remained the same for a decade, yeah. no matter how small the role is. <laughs>
3: yeah. So these, these, yeah, Harry and Lily Potter are the greatest characters who really aren't. James, Harry yeah, er, yeah. and James aren't, aren't even, are barely in the movies, but by God, they got a gig. Yeah. You know?
2: When they were trying to find Double Door again, I mean, uh, um, Voldemort again. Mm-hmm. Couldn't Dumbledore think of like phrases he would use frequently and put charms on those phrases to locate Voldemort? There, there was and no. Actually him yeah. down.
3: Well, there was no well, desire really to locate Voldemort.
2: They didn't. They didn't want to find. <laughs> no one was looking for him. They just wanted
0: to make sure they, didn't they find they, anybody else. Yeah, he he that no one else found him. But he doesn't. He doesn't
3: become corporeal and able to actually do stuff until like book and movie three or four. The end
0: of
2: the fourth. I
3: mean, this movie, he's a, you know, he's a he's a face. Yeah, you know, he right. can't do anything. The but second movie, you, he's apply
2: a, the charm
0: spell then. Yeah. Well, no. they didn't. They they didn't know. Like a lot of people, even now, up until the end of this one, believe that Voldemort is dead.
2: Or yeah, de- he's defeated, thought to be gone. He's dis- thought to be Dumbledore gone. Doesn't Dumbledore doesn't. Hagrid looks like Sweetums. Like right. Dumbledore yeah, could have done does, all kinds of yeah. things.
0: <laughs> he is like Sweetums. Well, is Dumbledore, similar... Dumbledore, as as the uh, you know, especially. Towards the end of the series, as we just he wanted a
2: child to fix everything.
0: Dumbledore didn't know everything. He's he's not infallible. He feels that way early on, and uh, I think I think they tip that in the movies. They tip the not infallible hand a little earlier than they ought to. Um, they start showing the cracks in his personality as early as book four, which I don't, or movie four, which I don't think they should have done. Um, he should have been the you know the the clever old wizard like the the Gandalf who who will never be wrong. Up until book seven, where it's like, oh no, he fucked up like a lot. Yeah, oh no, he was, and he was, and he was a person before making it it up as he went along. Yeah, which I I,
3: one of the things I loved about the books is this whole idea of the prophecy and and we go we're gonna get the prophecy and we're gonna find out what the prophecy is and it's like yeah and it's vague and we're not really sure what it means. Yeah, and it might mean anything. That guy comes
1: back for Chamber of Secrets too.
0: Yeah, this guy, that uh, guy, this guy is. What's wrong with these people? No, this guy is actually a. Chris Columbus's driver like his driver tuned from the set and he just like loved his look and stuff. He's like you're going to be the guy who is, is he actually British? Yeah. Yeah, he was just I guess they were shooting just, in England. He was so just yeah. crew. So so, so they, so they so fired the guy.
2: original train guy and put him in there in No, sport? I don't they
0: probably didn't have He was just a day player so they're like, "Oh, we'll figure it out like a day or two before." And they're like, "You, Harry, you be or whatever his name was, you be my driver." And they and then so for Chamber of Secrets, they brought him back and apparently that guy, uh, Tim Burton, saw him in these movies and fell in love with his face, and so now he gets a bit part in like every Tim Burton movie. Too. I love Fred George. What do you guys think? Oh, you like you like I the, love you him. like the casting. Well, I like, I like I like
1: I I was I first the first thing I thought was oh he they look weird, uh-huh. but then as soon as he says honestly, woman, you call yourself our mother, and the way mm-hmm. the I'm like yep, I like you. They also have grown in their George. roles tremendously. Yes, yes, oh they they've become better and better as yeah they were. yeah yeah. I like them a lot. In fact, I think I like all of the Weasleys. Yeah, a lot.
0: Look at oh, look at Ron. Look at him. I have not seen this. I movie wasn't a while. fan of the twins. on. he
1: looks yeah. like a redheaded human Kermit.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here's the here's the most amazing part. There she is, Ginny. Oh, look at for one Ginny. line. This is, this is like uh, someone someone pointed this out. I don't remember what someone. It, it was like the uh, it's like a medieval betrothal. Here they are, <laughs> fucking yeah. You know, nine and eleven years here's old, your and it's wife. like in in eight years you guys are gonna be making out. Just. So we'll yeah. we'll get there. Just, just, so you just know. study
3: up on how that's going to work.
0: That shot right there was um, done half practical, actually. Where he where it's the he pers- really ran
1: through a wall, huh? The pers-
0: well, they they did like a steady cam shot, and it pulled back mm-hmm. and. So they just they, they put they heavy rotoscoping. They yeah. put a lot of you know, the the interior of the wall around him and stuff, but it was one long steady cam shot. Like they started on the platform with the the Hogwarts Express there and then they just removed it, you know, for the first half of the shot. They turned around, pulled back with him digitally added, you know, the interior of the, of the, um, brick wall and stuff, used the baggage carrier behind him to wipe to the, the practical wall again, and then it pans around, and then there's the Hogwarts Express. So most of that was actually done in camera with the digital enhancement. Cool story, bro. Yeah. This is all, uh all blue screen. Yeah. Uh, how stuff many times did you
2: watch time. that behind the scenes?
0: Hmm? I actually that's in the effects. And when I uh, I started reading effects right around the time that this came out and when I read how they did that shot, I didn't understand what the fuck they were saying. And then but then I went back and reread it and I was like, "Oh no, I understand that now." Like <laughs> I actually understand the principles at at play here. That, that scar happened...
1: looks kind of like shit. It looks a little bit like a mascara pen just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've
0: been, I've never been super <laughs> impressed with uh, the scar, but you know. I, I loved it
1: work. in the King.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, that's true.
3: The, I remember Shining when I remember era, when this movie was in production. I mean it's era. it's ten years ago. That, I remember there was a, a picture of the Hogwarts Express mm-hmm. ended up on the internet. And oh and the everyone, outcry. And, and everyone went, Eee No, everyone what? went, That's not what the Hogwarts it's I mean it does say it's supposed to be like The Internet was still the same place, you know, pile of dog shit that it
0: is now. It was like, you know, people went ape shit over that's not the Hogwarts Express. You know, it's people are Scary and sad. Anyone remember Birdie Bots? Every flavor beans? Those kind oh, of. Oh yeah, least, they, 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 really really made, they really made candies. Huh? Yeah. No, they did. Uh, uh, they don't. They don't discuss them in in the movies anymore. But that's another level of kind of the silliness and stuff of the yeah. world of Harry Potter.
2: It was like earwax. Uh! Yeah. Yeah. they if had
0: you... earwax ones. They had vomit flavored ones.
2: <laughs> those were the most expensive beans. Interesting. Zarban like, has like an... five bucks for like a little bag of those fucking yeah. every flavor beans. Zarban
1: has an interesting point. Yeah. How can everyone know he has a scarf? if the wizards haven't even looked at him? At, in 11 years.
0: Uh the, well the the rumor got around, you know, wh- when it was when when it happened, people were uh But I am assuming the...
1: a scar is what happens after you heal. I'm sure I'm sure his head when he was a baby looked devastated.
0: Or we've we've seen it. He we has, saw it. The, the, he just the, has I mean, scar. he was he was when he was placed on the Dursley's doorstep that was the very same night that it happened, he had the, you know, it was a fresh scar, but it was clearly going to be So a who scar. told everyone that
2: Dumbledore, Dumbledore the, spread the rumor about the scar? Have, what an asshole we know.
0: But, but yeah, they were up as he went along. Yeah, they were and they there were she but, is like don't yeah. tell anybody little Hagrid <laughs> mini Hagrid
2: Yeah, She does look like
0: that Harry. no way the thing about the, the thing about Rupert as Ron is he's the one who? He is the character who grew up in this world. He, he more than Hermione in Yeah, this Hermione one,
3: didn't either He she.
0: is he is the exposition of how things work in this world and he's the one that I actually buy the most Whenever like magical stuff is happening, whenever there's a reaction shot of him, like that's a great little shot. He's like, What the fuck is her deal? Like <laughs> <laughs> Um But whenever he's explaining, you know, this is how it works and Imagine cross, how terrified and you know, you know. Harry
1: would be at this moment. Yeah. 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 Oh, so a magic wand pointed at my face, caused my life to fuck up and that was awful. Yeah. Oh yeah. okay. She walks in, wand and face. <laughs> That's true. That's how I got the scar, and I'm going to have two scars. It's like if Bruce Wayne... No, no, I'll fix it. It's like if Bruce Wayne later in life met a guy with, like, a cigarette lighter gun (laughs) and (laughs) points it right
0: at his face and lights a cigarette with it. It's like... And
2: another case They took out the whole uh, thing about his hair growing back really quickly, right? Harry's, yeah. Harry's hair normally grows back like... Is
1: that that why they called him Harry? No. (laughs) Please?
2: (laughs) Sure. Yay. So no magic could fix his glasses thing, huh? He couldn't, like... They couldn't... Fix his eyes like magic LASIK eye surgery what thing. Are you, what hey, what are you talking about? Harry's, Harry's uh, eyes. Yeah. I don't know. He hey. likes glasses.
0: And
1: they they got warp drive in Star Trek, but they can't cure baldness or blindness. <laughs> Zarban wants to know how Hermione can do magic already if she was raised by muggles.
0: Uh, she's just really good and smart and reads all it's, the books. It's, yeah, it's, she it's, studied it's, the shit out but of no, every she, book. Unlike Harry,
3: she's she, memorized the she's, books. Well, she's something. born of muggles, but the Dursleys didn't let Harry know. His whole life that you know she right. grew up knowing that she was going to go to Hogwarts. No,
0: no, she didn't. She only fo- would have found out recently when she got the yeah. thing, but they wouldn't have like tried to repress That's what it yeah. Harry you know, has no knowledge of the world, whereas yeah. Hermione had, didn't has... Didn't Hermione's his parents,
1: head- after that happened, go online and start talking about it and try to find anyone else? Like, yeah, did you guys... Okay,
0: you've got to remember that this... this okay, Harry, Harry was the born... The internet did not exist. Yeah, Harry was born, actually, and it's, it's established as canon in the movies. Uh, Harry was born in 1980 um the the you there know no a, event of Voldemort happened uh in nineteen eighty one so this movie is taking place in nineteen ninety one There was no internet at the time yeah. the the end the end of the series takes the the series takes place between nineteen ninety one and nineteen ninety eight
3: but you're getting you're getting more at the question of oh my God, my there are muggles might... that know yeah. yeah, yeah, there
0: are muggles it, it happens that that muggles can
3: give birth
1: to a to a wizard yeah but and then, then the muggles... they're and then they're informed well yeah, but don't they talk to other people ever. Yeah no the, because they're in on the secret.
3: Yeah.
4: The, yeah then, but, the, the the wizards, but the
1: it's the thing we always say about you can't make a conspiracy theory so large that people won't start talking about
0: yeah, it. Yeah, well, if you had once that's you the problem could. you have
1: with the Harry Potter movies. Yeah. No, not really. <laughs> if you dist- I,
0: I, honestly I think I think it would probably be very um, it's, simple to it's it's not a conspiracy they just say look, you you know your your daughter's a witch. They probably show up. As the know, as to, the
3: as again and you know you can't not talk about it later. They the, later in the later movies and books we discover that the Wizarding World has an entire bureaucratic division that deals with, with got the the issue. magic, yeah. and they suppress information, and they wipe people's memories, and they make you know and they, they're in league with the British government. You know, that's yeah. like the British government is aware of all this, or at least the Prime Minister is. Yeah, Did you know
2: McGonagall was Scottish when you read the books? McGonagall was a Scottish name, so yeah. You you like heard a Scottish voice in your head when you read the books? Yeah,
1: because yeah. of the name McGonagall, exactly.
2: I only heard American voices when I read the books. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I yeah. always, I Do always. Do you have any idea
1: how long it took me to figure out Hermione? Oh no, I and thought it was Hermione. You know, I think a lot of I people did, did,
0: and that's why in in the uh, in the fourth book they have Hermione. Hermione. Teaching, they have Hermione yeah. teaching Crum how to say it, so that the readers yeah. can can. Learn that's how when to I learned, it. and Hermione. I was
1: like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh she's fucking with him." <laughs>
0: Vader I, I is lying to Luke. I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing it that's okay. never explained. It is never explained why it's okay for Ron to have a rat when you are supposed to have a cat, an owl, or a frog. <laughs> and that's what it specifically says. Ron's, probably he probably got cause special dispensation because he's he's the but, Weasleys, and they're like, well, family animals. And sure there was
3: rats. that kid right there. The kid there is like, he, talk about a guy who who really grew up better than you would have thought. Yeah. Um, and I can't think of the character's name, but Neville, the, Neville Longbottom. Neville, Neville Longbottom, who, and he also becomes a much more important character than you would have expected at first. But yeah. Neville, Neville turned out like, wow, you really outgrew that awkward phase, yeah, much better than anyone else would. He looks
2: exactly it. like how he's described in the book, too. yeah.
0: But it's it's amazing because he like uh, over the course of the movies, like he grew into the awkward phase just at the in the right and way grew out at of the it right, right time, and then grew to. right out of it. So it's like, yeah.
1: I had a problem with the character of Draco until someone said, "Dude, he's magic Richie Rich, but yeah. an, but an asshole." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah, an insular, basically. fucking handed down everything, golden spoon douchebag. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. So and he's also racist. Yeah,
3: totally racist. and you learn his parents work for the for Satan. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so and you're happy about it.
0: You learn later, you know, when you meet his father in the second one, you're like, oh, I see. I <laughs> totally get it. <laughs> I see where this is coming from. So the great hall set. They' cool. now still standing today de- well, no, not anymore, but uh spoilers, but, but uh, they never cut it, but they never uh, they yeah. never took it down, yeah, but this,
3: all the all the major sets, yeah, were were built and stayed up. They because, basically
0: took know. over Leavesden Studios, which is where they shot a lot of the Star Wars stuff. Yeah. but they took over Leavesden for a decade and we're just like, we're just leaving this shit up. Yeah. Privet Drive was built, they left it there, the great hall was built, they left yeah. it there. Most of those candles, by the way, are practical no
2: yeah. uh, they, it's they, real. they're hanging
0: from wires they hung them from wires. Are so they it- really on fire? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They were really Tungsten Wire.
2: So, how old were you when you, how old were you guys saw this for the first time, this film? I would have. Four years old. I would have been 18. 18. How about you? Uh, when was it? 2001? Yeah. So, 10 40 years So, 41. if you saw this as a kid, like 10, 11, or whatever it's catering to, growing you, up with them, would you have been as. Would your attention have held. For the two hours of the, of the slow pace that the film delivers.
1: If
0: I you like the books, so. yes. Yes, yeah.
1: If not, maybe.
0: I think I, I think I would have loved it because it is it is very magical. Dude, I enjoyed like,
1: The Phantom Menace when I was 10 yeah, or 11. It's,
0: it's, it's cool to watch. You don't there's know any a, better
1: when you're 10 or 11. Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: There's a lot of cool but visual lightsabers.
1: stuff going on. There were a lot of lightsabers in the, that fucking movie.
0: Here's the thing.
3: I was actually thinking about the difference between, you know, why, why did this movie... Who would read,
2: win? Harry Potter or Luke Skywalker? Harry... <laughs> Oh, cool. Harry has distance weapons.
0: <laughs> Luke
3: Skywalker is in Star Wars. Harry Potter's a real guy. Yeah. Hello. Um, <laughs> Luke has the
2: force. He couldn't lift that fucking X-wing, but was, god damn it.
0: I was pondering, like, you know. he could lift an adolescent. How did, exactly. I'd like to know what uh, what wizard uh, alpha, alphabetizing is here, because the order of that these uh, yeah. sorting wizard goes in. But batizing. anyway. Trey was trying to say something. Yeah,
3: I was. Yeah, never mind. I like the sorting hat. It's, no, what were you gonna
2: say now? I'm fucking curious. Yeah, well, now it's, you'll
3: never know, will you? Damn it. The sorting hat is kind of like CG. That's okay. That it doesn't quite work for me. I, I don't mean, like it's, it. It's, it's weird that it's like, yeah, I can see what it is, and yet somehow it kind of works for me. Some still. Look it's at Dumbledore's
1: weird. douchey applause. He lightly taps the top of his hand with his other hand. Tip tip yeah. tip tip tip. When, yeah. I,
3: when I read the, the well, book. you know the big uh, big revelation about Dumbledore, yeah. you know, which uh, you know, which I, I think Rowling is. I think uh oh. Rowling just it was great that she did that and everyone of course, you know, a lot of people went ape shit on her, like For uh, people that don't know what you're agenda. talking about. Dumbledore's gay. That's the big secret. And it's never in the books, but that was just character subtext. where, where is this indicated? She's she rowling the, it, the author. Said after it. she wrote finished the last book. She said, "Dumbledore's secret is that he's gay." His uh, his friend that they're always referring to, the other wizard that that was his lover and and all that. Yeah, but it's always subtext. It's not ever made a, a feature of. Wow. Uh, the stories. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, rocked your world just there, didn't I? Yeah,
2: the uh, she must have been thinking of Ian McKellen.
3: <laughs> yeah, and wouldn't he have been great? He, how you know, you know Ian McKellen's phone rang for this movie? Well, he did. He but he, he was he was, he was he was Lord he's, of the Rings. He's who time. I
2: imagined as Dumbledore when I read the books. So when I saw this Dumbledore, I was kind of thrown off because it's so he's so soft spoken. Compared to Ian McKellen,
0: he um, well, Ian McKellen when when you know uh, Richard Harris died and they had to find a, a new one. They called him and he was like, "It was enough pressure to be Gandalf. I can't handle trying yeah. to be Gandalf yeah, exactly. and Dumbledore. I can't try and live up to two different <laughs> yeah, exactly. adored characters.
3: I, the, what I was going to say, I'll, I'll, I will say it now. Okay. Um, um, while we're doing the extended Sorting Hat scene, um, <laughs> the. I was because I was thinking when we were getting ready to do the movie. I was thinking like, well, what what are the differences? Why didn't this become the Golden Compass instead of the Harry Potter movies? You know, why is this? You know, did this successfully go on to get you know have sequels, whereas the Golden Compass will I don't think ever see the rest of that series. They're gonna get have to made. reboot that
0: if, if yeah. they want to do it. But you
3: know. I think a lot of it is is it's more the source material is the issue mm-hmm. um, because the Golden Compass is very inaccessible because you are talking about you know if you are ten years old, would you love it? If you're 10 years old, you're not going to love the Golden Compass. Yeah, you know it's like unless they completely changed what the books were. When
2: did the Golden Compass come out, though? Like three, four years ago. No, no, the, the books. A little while ago. Decades ago. ago. But, the,
3: but but the point is, it's just it's it's the entire. It's not really the execution of the movie because this movie is not particularly well executed, and the Golden Compass is beautifully executed. But it's the source material and the characters because this this Harry Potter. This is some straight up Campbell shit. Yeah, the idea of Harry Potter is, okay. what kid doesn't relate to? You know, a giant comes to your house and says, guess what? These people aren't your real family. Fuck these people. You're a wizard. You're special. Come and let me take you into this magical world. And the movie, you know, the movie just follows those beats and educates you as to what's going on. Whereas The Golden Compass, just as a story, is really much more about the grand ideas that the book is presenting to you. And that's fine. But when you try and present that as a movie, you're faced with this world that you just don't get. That no one is a stranger to. Everyone lives in the world. So there's no real easy way to say, here's the world we live in. Let me just explain it to you. And you've got a main character who is kind of already self-assured and full of herself and giving her own father orders. And, and you know, there's no Campbellian growth really to that character. Um, and so, you know, it just doesn't translate to a movie nearly as well.
0: It, it's also not it's it's not self-contained the way this movie is. You know, you can start it off and be like, we're just going to tell a little story and see how it goes, and you know, it mm. becomes really popular. The Golden Compass, while the care the main characters are children, it's not accessible. the so not. In the way. For children, it's not. Yeah. It's not for children, and it doesn't wrap up neatly the way that this does. Um, it's it's more like Lord of the Rings in that the end of the first book is like the the it leads straight into the second book. There is no
3: ending. Yeah. I miss that John Cleese didn't continue as yeah. much in the series. As S- the... So
2: what would have happened with the book series if J.K. Rowling revealed Dumbledore's secret in the books?
0: It, then it would have been a big controversy.
2: Yeah, it would have been controversial, but uh,
0: but I mean the and the people was. who would have the 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 fucking you know the evangelicals and stuff who would have cared weren't letting their kids read the witchcraft yeah. books anyway. So I remember
3: when she did finally say it, there was you know they still couldn't help but like oh well there you go liberal trying yeah. to insert a thing. It's like she nobody never actually that. said it in the books, yeah. you know. It's like and it's like you know they they just went on and on about you know some agenda and it's like okay you, you know people who say again the internet we gotta love it. You know, you see people talk about, well, that's because of this and that. You say, well, you don't understand writing or acting. I mean, you uh-huh. know, acting is all about, you know, having a you know having a secret, you know, having right. secrets that your character that are, that never appear on screen. You know, subtext. You know, and then the idea that you write a bi- biography of a character for a book or a movie that you don't actually give away all the details of it, but it, it allows you to hold in your mind. A complete person, as
2: much of a complete
3: person as you. So,
2: can. so the Dumbledore actors were all informed of this information. I don't yes, think the Dumbledore's. Yes, knew. yes, yes, yes,
3: yes, yes.
1: Why they not? were. Yep, Mickey has it on tropes. The actors being told their little secrets, and it's not just Dumbledore. There was other characters. Well,
0: that, I don't think the Dumbledore's knew. I don't.
1: Yes, or whatever but, the source is. I don't the know internet is, says but, different.
0: But, the, the the screen. How can the Dumbledore's have known? The screenwriter didn't even know until the sixth m- movie. There's another thing. Well, but right that's here the thing that is says, since it's it's not.
3: It's not implicit. It's not like you have to like play it gay because later we're going right. to reveal that.
2: Right. But you the know? screenwriter doesn't necessarily need the no, well, doesn't J.K. Rowling to confide in the actor. The only
0: reason. The only reason. I guess that's true. The only reason uh, Rowling told the screenwriter was because in the in the sixth movie, uh... uh Dumbledore yeah Dumbledore was was going to talk about this girl he once knew and stuff like that and she she just slipped him a little note like he's gay
3: he yeah don't yeah don't don't imply there was a role yeah there's there. actually
5: that on on the ambiguous ambiguously gay trope on here it says <laughs> she also admitted in an interview after outing Dumbledore that the screenwriters for one of the films had handed her a script once where Dumbledore reminisced about some young witch he loved in his youth and she handed back the script with the words he's gay pointing, <laughs> pointing to the offending line yeah. There you go. Read
0: the highlight
5: of oh, our Nice. Uh, she also said that she had told each actor secrets about the character that might be helpful in characterization. Uh, presumably, uh, Dumbledore being gay was something that she had told.
0: I, I, Okay, presumably. I don't know that that's true. I do know that, that I mean, I was going to bring it up when we got there. But I do know that um, Alan Rickman was one of the few people other than her up until the last book who knew what Snape's fucking deal was. Nice. And that's, and that's, t- that's important, that's how, I think. Yeah, that's yeah. how she convinced him to do it. She told him what Snape's secret was, and that's how he was able to yeah. play it. All right, like, and, that's, got and, to and that's
3: to do, not to do too much spoilers, but I have to say that, you know, be, as the kids became better actors and the books became so huge and were, ended up being truncated to be movies, I really – I miss – I think the the Half-Blood Prince, which is where you really kind of get the Snape story. Yeah. Really short, short s- Snape. Yeah. You know, it's like there's no – it's it happens – there's so much great Snape material yeah, that the movie just couldn't get into that I really felt I the think loss. the whole
2: series does that, though. Yeah. It yeah. just chops well, it, Snape it, out of the It has th- to, movies. something
3: has to go. The books get bigger and bigger, yeah. and the kids came more and more to focus. Obviously, all kinds of things went, but I thought Snape, starting out as such an important character, Becoming almost, yeah, you know, unimportant by the last by the last couple yeah. movies this was really I felt that loss. All
1: right, let's talk about Snape. I don't like him.
0: He's not well. He's not well, He's not here yet, but we're about to see well, him. We I were talking about we, we've Alan seen Rickman him from a in, in the thing and all yeah.
1: that stuff. I, if you told me, if you, if we were talking about casting this prospective potential Harry Potter film, mm-hmm. and you said we're going to get Alan Rickman to play Snape, I go, oh my yeah, god, it's like, who else?
3: Who else would you get?
1: I don't like his characterization. He doesn't he doesn't feel threatening or menacing to me at all. He feels you Don't think's so? okay. No, no, okay, no. he just wow. he feels sort of he's he doesn't Your seem mileage, like a nice guy. Maybe. He seems like the but he seems like the, the teacher that no one likes. He doesn't seem like fucking Snape. He, I, know, he doesn't you know seem like I the agree, guy that's like, actually agree in the with books that. it's like I'm pretty sure Snape's about to kill someone. Right. And I never he's just sort of like yeah, I never he always he always the, strikes me as movie. in the in the movies he strikes me as just kind of exhausted, just sort of fucking Well, that's Alan Reichman, yeah, I guess. Like I I don't I don't feel the mean in him ever. And I I, I could
2: I could you, imagine him playing it. Do near. you think that's Alan Rickman's fault, or is that the direction, or is that the writing?
1: Well, I'm sure Alan Rickman probably was going to be the massive dick, and I, I don't I have no idea. It could be any of those things. It seems to me though that Snape is not mean enough he seems he doesn't seem mean in these movies He, he seems put upon he seems oh God fucking. Just you kids, I hate you, Harry. Just sit down and do your homework. Like th- mm. that's the vibe I get off of Snape. He's like, yeah. He's like the teacher who's just waiting for tenure to, so he can retire. <laughs> it's like that. It's like the Pat Oswalt bit. It's like clearly doing a favor for Hogwarts. Just get those kids down here. We're gonna teach them some potions. Mm. Fuck off. I don't want to live on this planet with I you anymore. I can see that. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he's
3: there's he's,
0: not there's not. I, I can agree. There's,
3: there's not, not patron, like yeah, yeah. There's not a genuine sense of menace from him. At Good least job, early Teague. on.
2: Nice, yeah. nice mm. job, Teague. Nice Spotting the, spotting the what. <laughs> The Alan
3: Rickman thing Oh yeah mm-hmm. Let me try but then, but then they get that begs the question. questions like, okay, well then who would have captured uh, that? Alan Rickman? I, I just would have played it differently. Played now. it different, Just yeah. a little more Hans Richter to it, you know. Let's yeah. push it, push it two more degrees towards Richter. Well, if you, for yeah, instance, you see I'll, a guy, you know, see him blow somebody's head off in the yeah. first just five minutes. <laughs> just <laughs> five minutes. Daniel just <laughs> Lewis. Just occasionally, Daniel, Daniel, Daniel Lewis. Lewis. Oh, shit. There you go. Wow.
1: I was gonna say, and I'm not, I'm no fan. of could He could have played Harry Potter and made that shit awesome. That's He could have
3: played McGonagall and nailed. I have, I'm no fan of
1: Inglorious Bastards, but Christoph Waltz. That vibe I don't feel in Snape, where it's like he's trying to be all polite and talk to you, but he's a fucking about well, to that's snap. Not,
0: that, that's not the character. That's more the. That's more who Umbridge is, not not well, Snape. Well,
1: yeah, but I mean, Snape. But, when I read Snape, I'm always I think like, he's talking about the sense of danger. Fucking, of the yes, uh, exactly.
2: Uh-huh.
0: I don't feel like
1: he, he. just seems weird and kind of aloof and sick of his job. Uh-huh. Not mean, so I have a problem with it.
0: Well, I guess like I said
1: it's not the casting of Alan Rickman. It's the direction. Like, th- the th- don't defend it. No, don't I th- defend I was, it.
0: Shut up. <laughs> At the same time, probably. Oh, and I never understood this thing where they were like, "Yeah, Seamus is a cartoon where things blow up." Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm like, "Why? Why yeah, they actually do the black the face, frizzy hair?" Yeah, exactly. Stick. Bugs Bunny. Wah,
1: wah. Yeah, they
2: do Looney Tunes. <laughs> what and were stuff. you gonna say about Alan Rickman?
0: I, Seamus I just looks kind of like
1: Elizabeth Banks.
0: I just wonder if you could, if you could really necessarily go that dark in with within the tone of the film, because it's like You're
1: making Snape mean and all that.
0: Well, because Harry th- – this is still still the world where Harry and all the kids are essentially safe, you know? So so you can't really have the feeling that that teacher is going to kill us. No, but Snape but, doesn't
1: ever well, get meaner but, as far as y- I'm concerned. Y-
0: no, you're right. I, I, and, and I take that back because it is supposed to be implied that Snape is attempting to kill Harry on a couple of occasions. They're supposed to suspect him, so – um you're right that he should be uh in the in the books I always thought it was interesting. He the illustration, Snape looks like Jafar. It's like <laughs> Yeah. he's got right. the you know, the, the pointed uh goatee and all that.
1: Hey it's the golden compass.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well that's why remember all suck, Neville.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like tying a it's, string on
1: your finger. Think about this. Not gonna help.
0: It's really a very useless uh uh object, yeah. Yes, really. You forgot something. Well so is Neville Thanks. for that. That's great. Well, early on, Neville seems completely, you know, put upon and useless. But then it turns out that it's like, oh, he he does stuff. He's he's, he's actually
3: more of he's more the chosen one than Harry, really, yeah, in some way. Spoiler, yeah, yeah. but,
0: but no, uh, yeah. in that, now right here, it's interesting because basically the three kids are already friends, and in the books, that doesn't actually happen until they save her from the troll. Yeah. Like, they, they try to avoid her. They don't really like her. But at this point, they're already just kind of hanging out all together all the
2: time. What did you think? Ooh, of, look, uh, at Sh- look at her eyeballs. In, in, in the books, J.K. Kind of Rowling Pooch. J.K. Nice. Rowling emphasizes so much on every single book title that the kids read uh-huh. for school. What do you think of that? Because it's, like, it never, it's not really in, important. In the books, like the, she emphasizes so hard on the titles that ev- of the, every single book that the kids have to read. Mm-hmm. But it never really comes back no, around well, as something important. I think she was just no. being clever. And they're always yeah, a little, figuring they're, out a, a, little figuring out a curriculum
1: in, for the school. She's very. Very
3: funny. She's actually she's got a kind of almost Tolkien-esque yeah. flair for language, and you know that like the Latin incantations are you know literally kind of jokingly Latin yeah. approximations of what the spells are supposed to be, and you know there's often often characters' names are puns, and and uh, there's
0: some very clever little puns there. I mean the the titles are are. Usually, like you say, probably supposed to be funny in some cases, but also—I
1: think she was just world building, building a curriculum,
0: and also one of the things that that she does because she does that, and she does that with the books, and she does that with you know the subjects and stuff like that, and a, everything else. It's very hard to pick out on first reading what's just her doing that, and where in there she said something that's actually really important and you yeah. you aren't
2: going to find out that it's important until later
1: that happens with dobby a couple well, times. they, they brought back Dombley. they
2: brought back one book later on the one like the writer of one of the books mm-hmm. right
0: uh batilda bagshot yeah in the yeah. in the seventh one but i mean even in this one God, you know you know everything about the series because she's but... because she's uh um you know because she describes everything like when they first see uh, the Dumbledore uh, chocolate frog card. Uh-huh. You read Nicholas Flamel's name in there. Yeah, it's, there. it's it, right there. It's, it's right there on the page. But it's it's only you know a hundred pages later that that it comes up. Who's Nicholas Flamel? And and Harry's going, I fucking read that name somewhere. And and the reader is going, I, I did too. What? How can that be? Like so, you're right there with Harry, and then. You realize, oh, it, it was on the chocolate frog card right at the beginning, and then that's kind of what happens writ large with the series because you get to the sixth book and it's like, oh, oh fuck, yeah, this thing that happened in the in yeah. the second book, and you're like, what? And you go back in the second book, yeah, fucking, I there it was, the was the there. Time. Yeah, it was Going thing.
1: back to the names thing real quick, did you guys ever come to come to Solace on Diagon Alley because it's a like Nocturne Alley, well, Nocturne Alley, and then, yeah, yeah, I know, Isn't it's, there also like, a what, alley? it's like what's what's like diagonally and yeah. Nocturnally, yeah. okay, but what's the what's the what, what's the meaning what's the meaning why yeah. make that the name I
3: don't know because wizards Cause it, are kind of nuts and it's funny it, a, it, reads it, diagonally the, it, and, it reads better on a page than it
1: is to have to say it in a movie yeah. it's a diagonal I know but why what's the what's the reference to diagonally does that is not that based, it's cute it's, it's, it's just cute a, and fun
2: okay because it's offbeat it's yeah. not straight it's
0: Exactly. Vagnal. It's just it, it, that's exactly it. It's just like that's something a fucking crazy
2: wizard would say.
3: Yeah. Here, here back, getting back to uh, uh, Mr. Columbus, I uh, should
2: have called it Squiggly Line Alley. Yeah,
3: Christopher Columbus, his actual name. Um, parents had a sense of humor. Uh, who directed this movie? I mean, this right here is like, I'm guessing these were the most sleepless nights. It's like, okay, we're actually going to put kids on brooms, and we're going to actually have to show people what Quidditch looks like right. when you play it. And that's where you kind of go the movie's going to stand or fall based on whether we eat shit on that or not.
1: And they eat shit on this movie. They you know, they, <laughs> they they bit, well they survive it. That uh, would actually, It gets, pretty, it gets pretty impressive towards the end of the series
3: but the, the whole idea oh, yeah. of, you know, literally we're going to be flying around on broomsticks. Really? Okay. You
4: know, How do you sit it on a wing? broomstick?
2: That yeah. looks so uncomfortable actually. Like yeah. You guys have ridden a horse. No, this is worse point. than a horse. It's Imagine like, sitting on a, a stick. On a rail. Yeah. Well, actually, We're, like,
3: balls down. The book describes that broomsticks have seats and, and Yeah, they you have, know, like, saddles. Like pedals. a
0: motorcycle.
2: Yeah. And that well,
0: would be helpful. In, in the later ones, like, uh, when he gets his firebolt, that at least has some stirrups on it. They, they corrected it as yeah. the
2: series went on. They're like, oh, shit, we forgot these details. Yeah. Yeah. Now, of course,
3: actual witches, and that's not an oxymoron. I mean actual witches. Um, have always complained that the movies have got it wrong because uh, real witches ride with the straw out the front. That's uh-huh. how you ride your broom. Hmm.
1: Um, that's not how it happened, Wizard of Oz. So no points.
3: Yeah, the Wizard of Oz is wrong. They're the ones that actually, the Wizard of
0: Oz is the one that broke it for yeah, everyone else.
3: Yeah. I mean, it makes perfect sense because obviously, whatever thrusting device a broom has would come from the straw. Yeah. But actually, that's counterintuitive. It actually you, you ride it with the the uh, straw forward. It doesn't seem terribly wish. aerodynamic. I've I never, say. I've yeah. never seen that. Why are we taking?
1: That's which what we, because, why are we know, witches fictional interpretation of how you can ride around on a broomstick? Well, they
3: started it. It's like it's like <laughs> black people telling you that that's not how black people talk. It's like <laughs> you know, I'm talking about I'm talking about actual. Wow, well, well, we've gone. To but, a yeah, but they place. don't actually fly hey. around
1: on brooms. So they're making you don't it know that.
3: You, why do, you do, have what? to prove they do. You know why And I've never seen Jesus in real life, but we let Christians tell us a whole bunch of shit.
2: Why does Superman fly the way he does? Yeah. He could just fly standing up. He could fly up. sitting up. He could he, fly in a chair. He, he could fly feet forward. Yeah, really fucking
3: fast. Powdered so, like, Toast Man did that. Yeah, that's right. right. That's how Powdered Toast Man flies. I'd like to see first. that. I'd like to see like Superman, but then his cape would flip up over his head. So no well, oh, capes.
2: He's Superman. <laughs> so he,
3: if he t- and if he, not mod. If he crossed his legs and, and tucked his cape in between his ankles, he could then fly like kicking back. He could fly like Buddha.
4: Yeah,
2: across the world.
1: Do they have recumbent?
2: Uh, which brooms? Recumbent witch brooms would be awesome, yeah. Mm.
1: What happened? Or you could have two of them and tie them together and then sit into the crevice like it's a pool floater.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pontoon brooms. We'd totally do that. They'd go so fast. <laughs> It'd be so sp- and you wouldn't fall left or right as easily. Here, too, uh, back to the
3: movie, just for, you know, well, since we have to, is, uh, <laughs> again, this this very nicely, both in the books and the movie does a good job with it, too, of, of this uh, palpable sense of history. This idea of, you know, especially from Harry's point of view of there is this entire history that everyone but him knows. You know, here's your dad's Quidditch trophy. What's Quidditch? Oh, my God. You don't even know what Quidditch is. So it's a perfect opportunity to educate the audience as to, okay, here's how the world works. But uh, just the idea that. Yeah. Yeah. Here's it's the school's been around for centuries and all these things are, you know, all the paintings have meaning. You know, they're there for a reason. They're they're based on people that are important in this history and they're all fully it's all fully figured out.
1: Interesting to walk around in Hogwarts just to get a sense of how big it is or how big it's not, because it looks it doesn't look massive. It doesn't look like a huge college. It looks like a sizable castle, but it's not. It's a big house. I mean, right. it's basically just a big, big house. Well, until the third movie, they had they then had it gets, um, then it becomes a commune.
0: They had a good amount of trouble, and they talk about it. You know, designing Hogwarts and coming up with because it's not a, it's a not really epically huge. It's just cool. Silhouette. Well, it gets bigger and bigger, and it you know one of the things that that we should we actually have managed not to mention so far is um, or at least not explicitly is they were. They started this this series flying kind of blind. They they uh, the only three books had been published. Uh, the third one was on its way, or the fourth one, sorry, was on its way. And they didn't know what the fuck was going to happen. They didn't know where things were going. So they just kind of had to had to. That's probably another one of the reasons why this this movie is not like super clever in a lot of ways. Like they kind of had to be sort of almost generic Harry Potter in a way because they're like we don't know what's coming next, so we've got to lay relatively safe groundwork that we can then build
2: on later i think i think that hurt the series a lot
0: i think the i think the series would be very different and and each individual movie and the way it was adapted especially early on they they would have been able to do much cleverer things in the adaptation knowing this is important this isn't whereas uh you know this early on they're like we just have to kind of assume that the main plot points are important and that Joe Rowling will tell us if we absolutely have to have something else. But there's little bits like in uh, in this film, um, they don't they don't have Mrs. Fig. Mrs. Fig shows up in the fifth film and she shows up in the fifth book. But she's introduced in the first on book. protector Mrs. Fig back at uh, private Drive. Drive right? Yeah, in the in the fifth book, you know the she's more
2: referenced in the first book than actually shown. But
0: that's exactly it, and that's going back to what you were talking about about like the book names and stuff like that. It's like normally when uh, you know, the, the reason Harry gets to go to the zoo with the Dursleys who hate him is that Mrs. Fig, his usual babysitter, is is not available that day. Oh. And it just kind of references her offhand like that. Right. And it's only in the fifth book that you're like, but she's been working for Dumbledore the whole time. <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, But they didn't know that, so they didn't put her in the movie, which is perfectly reasonable. Um, but in the fifth book, they were like, oh, shit, this character that we never introduced is important, so we're going to have to throw her in there. Um, which they did okay, but... Had they had the whole series, they probably would have, you know, made it a little sillier and be like, oh, let's call Mrs. Fig and like a crazy flashback of a house full of cats and this batty old lady and stuff, just to just to have her in there and the and that that probably would have been more, you know, the silliness and the style because they knew we need this, we don't need that, we can reference this, we don't need to worry about that, yada yada. Um, but they didn't have that information going in, um, and she. Uh, the, the You know uh, Rowling apparently Kept her mouth shut and For the most part And was like Nah you won't fuck yourself Too hard if you do that So fine go ahead Can
1: I uh, Can I Just take a moment real quick Oliver Wood
0: <sighs> He is dreamy
1: He's fucking dreamy. He's
0: actually He's uh, aside from uh, uh,
1: Potter a Rupert, Peter
0: uh, <laughs> Aside from Rupert Grint He's the one that um, I believe the most in oh, he's great In this film Like he, he believe. Uh, I believe that he Understands everything He's saying Yeah
3: he um, does a really good job. That's great he's acting right this, there. Like that's this great little, acting. The little panama to yeah. with the bludger. It's a, it's a, it's a thankless job to have to do something like that. Yeah.
0: But he plays it well. It's too it's too bad he uh he you know, they couldn't work the the character of Oliver Wood into the later books because he becomes he becomes more and more like manic about winning the the you know, the house cup and stuff and and he's a very interesting character later on. He's not important, which is why they didn't keep him in, but uh he, he was an interesting flavor to the world when the when the snitch flies around um that's that's some fun uh, digital effects because they had nothing there they had no reference so you see the the both of them looking in completely different directions <laughs> oh. but it's following harry's eye line because that's the important one so it looks so you see why wood isn't a very good seeker because the fucking thing is two feet from his head and he can't even look straight at it <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah here it comes look at him, yeah, he's like, look oh, him wait, oh that's right it's <laughs> over there oh what the hell
2: well, it counts because he looked at it right at the end there. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah. He looked back. He found it. <laughs> he was he was making sure they weren't going to be attacked by owls or something while yeah they, while he they was watching it. for UFOs. Someone's to come justifying in. it. So it's a less
3: successful goblin makeup here.
0: Yeah, uh, sure. Professor Flitwick here is not uh, is not my Flitwick favorite. is also Willow, isn't he? Isn't yep, he that's yeah. Warwick Davis. Warwick as Davis well.
3: again. Warwick, Warwick
0: Davis plays like every and yeah. and in the uh, in uh, the Deathly Hollows films. Uh, they didn't bring back Vern Troyer. He plays he the plays goblin God that God Vern Troyer yeah, played. he plays that yeah, one yeah. as well.
2: The guy who played Willow is him? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And uh, He was also in Star Wars.
0: Yes. Yeah. No, he was in Oh
4: shit.
0: If there if there is a little person character, it's probably Warwick it's Davis. Probably but he was like
2: a, it was weird cuz he was like a featured extra in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. He was amongst the crowd just cheering.
0: Well, but he's he's an Ewok. He was he's Wicked. He was an Ewok, and he was Mini, mini Greedo, and he was nobody.
1: Nobody dispute me. He's also Yoda.
2: They also did that with Jar Jar Binks.
1: <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. Was...
2: They showed the actual. He was actor. a black guy yeah. in a
1: CG suit. Yes, yeah. <laughs>
2: that's funny. I actually met him. He's he really was a cool black guy. guy in a CG suit. Ahmed Best. Uh, he Ahmed was Best. doing a Stomp or something uh, at my oh, yeah. college, and they got him from Stomp. Yeah, really. Yeah, and he was really nice. He so he's not a voice actor. He, first? he gave, he gave no. me his autograph. Oh, that's he, impressive. He, he was a physical actor. He autographs as Jar Jar Binks. Well, at least at the time he did. That's
1: pretty irritating. That's <laughs> that's like Mickey Mouse signing your autograph book at Disneyland. Fuck you, man.
0: I was lo- I was looking at this this film like thinking, I like. I, I got it into my head like I'd, I'd love to just kind of recut this film and just tighten it up here and there and stuff yeah. like that and cut out the Looney Tunes bits. And I was thinking I could cut most of them out, but then you'd have this scene where Seamus is just completely fucked up and it, there would be no explanation. <laughs> but it why. wouldn't really matter. It would be funny. <laughs> I would just be just fine with it. that. What are the you what did, just
2: accept it.
3: Yeah, one of the things that I, I, I really liked about the books and the movies capture it to a certain degree is – how brutal this world is yeah. you know that's like yeah you might die you might get your legs ripped off you know but we'll, but we'll fix you yeah but you know yeah you'll probably get some broken bones out of this one this thing might you know eat your leg yeah um you know oh, especially it's, in like it's not an, easy, stuff, it's not an yeah. easy world yeah this uh, these plants yeah rip your head off man be careful yeah watch out um
1: it's a big cockroach yeah it's a
3: bite
0: well yeah off, i mean man. i you know in the in the next one they've got the um uh the mandrakes yeah. And it's like it's like we, we are teaching children how to pot plants that can kill you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're keeping that in a school. And in this one, they've got the three-headed dog. Exactly, just up in the school.
3: Wizarding ain't for sissies. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that's great about this. And, you know, trolls. Yeah, trolls break in, kill people sometimes. Yeah, happens. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They don't really bring the trolls back after this. Like trolls are out there in the world, but this is the only time we actually. Good thing see his see
2: hat didn't fall off there. Yeah, that would yeah. have
0: been like, oh put, put your hat back
2: on, idiot. Giving away the third act. Christopher
1: we'll Lee isn't in these movies either, is he?
0: No. I don't believe he is. No, man. he's not.
1: They missed a couple of them. Uh-oh. They didn't cast all of Britain it, you in the know, series. Yeah, you know the phone rang, though. They missed a you couple. did. Where the hell is Stephen... Well, Who would Stephen Fry play? I'm sure,
0: I'm sure the phone rang, and Christopher Lee was like, let me get this straight. They, I think Your Stephen- Dumbledore just died, yeah. and you're calling an 80-year-old man yeah. to replace him. Here's the problem think about with that logic. Although, although I mean, he's still around. I remember back in 2005 when... Uh, or, Or yeah or i guess we're on 2003 cuz he had just worked on um, um, uh, attack of the clones he w- he was saying he was like i do not expect to live to see uh both the final star wars and the final lord of the rings <laughs> yeah. with me in the-. and he's still around and kicking well not kicking he can't really use his legs that well apparently but um no
1: i saw him flipping around in attack of the clones yeah, he, exactly he can he can expect- do all sorts of yeah, shit yeah,
2: he, can do all- uh, specifically for him. he studied uh, gymnastics just for star movie wars movie did he really
1: oh, yeah yes Here, because it seems so we like didn't have to, so we didn't every have time travel, he moved right? in Star Wars, he was CG. Yeah. Every time it's Facebook no. in Star Wars, it CG, He too.
2: studied martial arts and gymnastics for a good four months. Yeah, but you know that everyone studies martial arts as a... Yeah, no, uh, it,
3: apparently, yeah in the 50s, he did yeah. that. Uh, apparently, uh, he's, apparently... He barely, we... He's got arthritic hands now. He can barely right. lift
1: a sword.
0: Yeah. So. This, this CG is not great. He seems, like, too bright, I think, in the...
1: But... Well, the eyeballs glow, bright. and they, you should never, ever, ever do that in a CG character. Well, what it it what always I... looks wrong. It never works. You can't make it happen. Stop trying.
0: What I was uh, saying right at the beginning um, with uh, uh, what mike seymour had pointed out on one of the the podcasts he does is that you can watch harry potter the harry potter series as like a history of visual effects practically yeah. in in oh no uh, digitally huh <laughs> <laughs> yeah i see what you did there Bing. um and, and especially comedy the, and especially the rise of of the london visual effects industry um was this a
1: who did this? Is this DNEG or the Mill or who's I,
0: I'm not sure. I think there was the Mill uh, uh, Frame Store. I'm not sure DNEG was involved. There's at some, this point. some American companies early
1: on because because my friend
3: Jeremy animated the dog. So yeah. there was there's some Sony or something. Yeah,
0: uh, ILM was was slightly involved with this. They were heavily involved in the second one. But uh, and, but speaking of which, Digital Harry there it's, it's CG Neo because yeah. they figured it would be easier to uh, you know to. Make make a digital Harry, then try and you know have the kid fucking do this on the yeah, yeah, rig, yeah,
3: and and then have to track it, you know. Yeah. Tra- the, the 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 real breakthrough in the past ten years, to me, is tracking and the ability to track things to the point where now it's like you know we don't even have to put markers up anymore. It's like freaking track it, you know. Just yeah, whatever, do
0: whatever, and we'll we'll that, stick that it. That troll is
2: very retarded.
3: Well, that's the He's thing tra-
0: about trolls. <laughs>
2: he, he tried to smack <laughs> Harry several times and lifted him out of his own way mm. about three times, just so Harry could have that conversation.
3: Trolls are not known for being that bright. Yeah, but um, if you've been on the internet, you realize that <laughs> that's why
1: they're called that. But yeah, I was so worried that he was gonna fall on his. Yep, yeah. did it go through his
2: head? No, <laughs>
4: yeah, it's like the wand should have gone through his head. His head. Yeah. yeah, the wand. Oh, that's gross.
2: what I think about whenever I see someone get shot with an arrow in a film, like and they fall. When on they it. fall, it's like yeah, wow. it just, it fell through you even more.
1: I like it in Dawn of the Dead where she falls on the post. What? Cool story, right? Yeah, you mean
2: Shaun of the Dead?
0: Shaun of the Dead,
1: not Dawn of, of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead.
0: She's so Batman true. soundtrack. But here's it. a nice big uh, troll puppet. Yeah, that they had for the kids to be like, "Wow, that's yeah. that's a troll." Ew, yeah. sure is.
2: That CGI looks pretty good there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, well,
1: we, need giant,
3: we need a
2: giant. We need a giant practical
1: troll butt. That's the kind of job you live
3: for? It's like dead troll, love yeah. it. Yeah, show us. We'll make that. Yeah.
0: I also, I also uh, love the the character bit right there where McGonagall runs in and she goes, "Explain yourselves!" And there's no <laughs> pause. They're like, "Well, see what happened was see, like they take we, no time to think. We've
3: <laughs> killed a sentient being. Yeah. Uh, in the bathroom. Uh, we, I know that. <laughs> That's the whole point of what you were doing.
1: It's like that Calvin and Hobbes strip where he's nailing on the, he's he's like hammering nails into the dining room table, and his mom comes in and says, "What are you doing?". And he looks at the table and he looks at her he's like, is this a trick question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What does it look like? Enjoy I'm nailing nails into the think. dinner table.
2: <laughs> what the? What's the name of Peter Jackson's movie with Michael J. Fox? Frighteners. Frighteners. The, Frighteners. The Frighteners. the bad guy in Frighteners is like a Snape kind of character to me. The the cop. The
1: Hitler. Hitler oh, okay. Jeffrey Combs. Jeffrey yes. Combs, yeah.
2: That's, hmm. that, like, he's kind of, like, slimy and greasy. and uh, okay. Sure, I know. Yeah. Or uh, how about, uh, about
3: Tongue? Brad Dorff has that kind of sleazy and possibly lethal yeah. vibe. Who? He could
0: have... Uh, well, he,
3: Wormtongue fr- his, from, from Lord of the Rings. His is Wormtongue in Lord of the Rings.
0: Not oh, to be okay. confused with Wormtail in Harry Potter. He okay, is. yeah, I'm like, getting all thrown off. Wormtongue is the uh, Saruman's... The advisor
3: uh, to Theoden. Who, yeah, the who, advisor.
0: Who... Yes! yes! Yes. There you go.
2: Because he, he's
3: like sleazy and awkward, but also like, dude, he, he could kill you. He yeah. would totally yeah. kill you.
2: But he's not Alan
1: Rickman. Yeah. yeah.
0: Alan Rickman playing it that way, though, you at right, this. With me. Here's
1: an example. Yeah. Why is he stopping? What's he doing? Look at this weird ass fucking performance. Uh huh. He, he seems like... he seems like a dick, but he doesn't seem mean. Well, it is yeah. appropriate, even if it is against he's Slytherin. Struggling, what's <laughs> <because laughs> the Actually, internal struggle? It just, is appropriate I for. I don't where... see it behind his eyes.
0: I love the weird looks he gives, though. Where he's like, mm-hmm. he just looks at the other kids like, what? You want to start some? Yeah, huh? you want a, you want a piece right. of this? You want a piece of this?
1: <laughs> would you? Oh, you have to do it a British act. Would but you I'll care for a piece of this. Alan Rickman strikes me uh, as Snape in this characterization. As if you if you challenge him to a fight, he would do sort of a uh, f- yeah. floppy hands fighting. Don't Touch me! I'm, yeah. Gothic. I'm gonna scare you. But
3: that is, you know, again, rolling, sort of saying, well, here's where this books are going. Here's you know, some of it is I guess because that, time that, they is, wouldn't have that known. is where. Well, no, but that is where. Snape went. And again, without too much spoilers, it's like Snape's real deal is he hates Harry because he sees Harry's father. And that's where the that's where the issue is. So it's like he literally, you know, he literally has a rivalry going with this 10 year old kid. Right. And he's just—he is being a dick. But that that's doesn't that really does, what he's about. That doesn't
2: come across very well in the films, though. He just seems like an. Well, asshole. I,
3: I think I think it's, to me that's what we're talking about. It's like yeah. he seems like he's like he's like he's like a schoolmate who's like you suck. No, you suck more. Yeah. And we're not talking saying how we don't see the lethality of it. Right. Snape's trip really is—he is jealous of a ten-year-old kid. You know, it's like that's that's what his real motivations are about.
0: Right. It becomes a little clearer in the uh, in the fifth one because they argue actually about his father. A little bit, but yeah. yeah. Okay, here comes Quidditch. Here comes Quidditch, which is like, okay, this could be good or bad. Yeah, one of the issues. (laughs) One of the issues with uh, Quidditch in this movie that they resolved for the later one was they actually saved it. Kind of towards the end of the schedule, so they were kind of like, "Oh fuck, we don't know what to." So they they just kind of started throwing the kids on, you know, the gimbals and stuff, yeah, and just, just shake swoop, them around, swoop, swoop. get some shots. Yeah. So so you really feel that it feels very kind of two D cards moving through space and stuff. Whereas in the second one, especially. Um, with the, the Quidditch match with the Rogue Bludger, you get a sense much more that, okay, they actually previs this and decided what to shoot ahead of time, yeah. so they've got some real shots going on. you know how
1: they of, access uh, the gimbal wait. stage? Oh, no. They walk through the gimbal door.
0: I don't even know what just happened. I don't know why that's funny.
1: <laughs> it's, it's awesome. <laughs> they walk through the gimbal door.
0: Is that like a Dumbledore thing? <laughs> yeah. Okay, just, okay. It's totally okay. the same thing. All right. Except not. Just checking. Yeah, <laughs> that uh, worked for Mickey. Yeah. is that a trope? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no,
5: I'm laughing because you said, "Is that a Dumbledore thing?" <laughs>
0: by the uh, by the it's way, it's a Dumbledore thing. Yeah. You probably wouldn't get it. When we, we,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's good. When I, I happen to know there is a trope that, that uh, about Dumbledore that we we missed out on on talking about. It's it's a trope called the Dumbledore. Um, which which was uh, when we were when we were talking about uh, like him standing up and just saying crazy things It's like the, the Dumbledore. It's not on there. Oh, they may not have added it to Harry Potter, but I've I've seen it on there It's it's <laughs> how could it not be it spawned God? a trope. I don't know. It spawned a trope exactly really? uh, It's the it's the you know, super powerful Character who is so powerful he doesn't give a fuck and pretends to be crazy. Yoda, Yoda is a Dumbledore as yeah. well in that sense. How does that work? Fuck that. <laughs> Dumbledore's a Yoda. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's bullshit.
3: Well, Yoda's a Dumbledore would be the, of, the you, you know
1: the Dick way Cheney. Dick Cheney's sort of a Dumbledore in that way too.
2: <laughs> no, Dick, Dick, Dick Cheney's a Voldemort. Yeah. Who would win, Yoda or Dumbledore? Ooh. Do they
1: have a senate?
2: <laughs> fuck the whole that. Senate. Okay. Just raw power between the two of them. Who would win? Uh, I think Dumbledore y- I think Dumbledore yeah why Dumbledore
1: he's younger <laughs> he's that's true younger <laughs> that is true that has yeah. nothing to do with anything yeah. he's gay like <laughs> 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 I don't know it just seems like Dumbledore could rain hell on it I mean he, he can do yeah, fires Dumbledore can manifest things whereas Yoda, Yoda can move can, stuff around and shoot push you a lightning. Th- push things around yeah. yeah and I've heard people say that Yoda can't even shoot lightning he can just reflect it well, Lightning is a Sith thing
3: You you, you shut up I'm sure he could if Yoda he wanted to. He have, you just didn't want it. He totally could have. He just didn't want to. But yeah. Yoda
1: can flip. That's so can free. Christopher Lee. Quotey. Mm-hmm.
3: It's kind of interesting in the casting that the one you know, the one role which is a maybe. Because, this is a vicious damn sport. Maybe yeah. because it's they're trying to de-emphasize
2: it. You played it. rugby. But the no, one role that isn't
3: that big a deal is is the guy who turns out to be the villain of the movie. Right. It's like he's the one guy you go, I don't know who that guy is. He's kind of just a comic relief who shows up once or twice um, who turns out to be our bad guy. Yeah. Um, I wonder if it's because – they they didn't want to go well. Surely Kenneth Branagh is going to be more important than he seems, you know, or just to name a name. If that had been a name actor,
0: yeah, like or well, like we've talked about, it's like you if if you made that a name actor, it's like okay, clearly he's not just going to yeah, show up gonna, and scream troll in the dungeon. There's yeah. something more to him, yeah. and I
3: and I'm sure I've just insulted the actor by saying yeah, I'm sure he's quite a, quite a quite a well known actor in Britain. I just don't happen to know his name. <laughs>
0: yeah but but you were talking about quidditch being violent and rugby and stuff like that a lot of i' I've, I've heard people talk about well Quidditch is dumb like the rules don't make any sense and why even have yeah. all the chasers and stuff talk if you if you're gonna have the snitch I was like sports don't make sense yeah sports games don't make sense they're there for entertainment i think uh, I personally think that's another satire thing where where um, Rowling designed it she's like this sport is literally senseless like what they are doing literally almost doesn't matter if this ni- now that's not have you seen the true. LARP shit
1: of kids actually playing Quidditch on a field with broomsticks? i refuse refused it's the saddest thing you've ever seen really LARP though. is pretty fucking awesome compared to Quidditch on the field yeah
0: but um I mean you can you, squiggly
1: you- says it's Calvin ball
0: yeah Totally. Like- you you can actually as as so basketball it doesn't make
2: sense to you comes up in the no
0: it ba- doesn't basketball make sense. is is all sports are arbitrary and useless. They're not you know you're not gonna. Uh, catch your dinner by, by playing basketball or anything. Yeah. You know, it's just there it's for entertainment. Like, it's intuitively I mean,
3: obvious why you you can't take more than two steps without throwing the ball to the ground. I mean, duh. It's, yeah. Yeah. There's a joke in the
1: movie Blash from the Past about this because the kid grows up in a fallout shelter, doesn't see the real world until he's 35, and his dad's explaining baseball to him. And he's, he's like, and then the guy that hit the ball runs to first base. And the guy that was at first base has to run to second base. And the kid's like, well, why? And the dad's like, because he must. And then later, he's actually out. He comes out into the real world, and he watches a baseball game. And he stands up. So he's watching Little
0: League, and he stands up. He's like,
1: I get it, because he must. This is... (laughs)
0: <laughs> and sits back down. And that's why that movie was such a smashing blockbuster. I love that <laughs> movie. Nathan
1: Fillion's in it. Christopher well, Walken's in it. What I did is, that, is that Brendan Fraser who does that? Yeah, yeah, yeah Brendan Fraser. When he had hair. And not plugged. In the chat room, Zarban says, LOL, a girl made up a sport and it's dumb, LOL.
3: <laughs> no, all sports are dumb is our point. Yeah, that's when, the the I, point. Uh, when I did the movie The Best of Times, I was an extra. One of my first actual on-set movie experiences. in Robin Williams... You know, they would have they would have all the, the one of the things the way they got extras to come in and and sit there all night and pretend to be watching a football game. You know, in freezing weather, in uh, Simi Valley, was you know, hey, Robin Williams. So every so often they put Robin Williams on a microphone and he would do some you know, be Robin Williams for us for a little while. He, he's, he's you know, he's a very funny guy because <laughs> it's all about football or watching a football game. And I remember he had a great riff he got on one time. He was like, "Of course, we all know that football began in the late." Uh, 14th century, when groups of large men would gather together to hurt each other, and then uh, they decided that that was uh, they needed some ground rules. So they they gave one guy a ball. So they decided that's the guy they were all going to hurt, and <laughs> the object was to get the ball away from you as fast as possible. And that's pretty much the sport of football as we know it today. Yeah. So you know, if like,
1: you get it to the other side of the field, they'd stop. Yeah, hurting they'd you. stop
0: hurting you. I mean, it's exactly uh, it's exactly right. Um, I mean, well, I'm I'm am sh- sure someone will point out that that sports are essentially because we don't hunt anymore, and because they're they're you know proxies for hunting and war, and that's how people yeah. kind of get that out of their system. If
3: you don't if you don't know but, the uh, the classic uh, um, George Carlin about golf, oh the gridiron and field uh, and all yeah, that stuff, no, yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, baseball the, the and baseball and baseball and football is uh, is football. It's a great is, bit. Football is the is. Uh, Football it's a war. Is Quintessential American game. It's like let's kick the shit out of those guys and take their land. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know, that's that's uh, it's just, it's really quite an interesting analysis of uh, of what football symbolically mm-hmm. means.
2: Anybody else think Snape looks kind of like Michael Jackson in his late years? Who Snape? Yeah, <laughs> that, that's
3: a little creepy. Yeah, he's
2: got the long hair, the lips, just kind of fucked up facial structure. <laughs> Yeah,
0: he sh- uh, Alan Rickman should have played him like Johnny Depp played Willy Wonka. Then, then you'd get a sense of danger <laughs> every time he talked to the kids. Yikes!
3: <laughs> Don't leave me alone with him.
0: Ooh, he ate the
1: snitch. There you Go, yep.
0: That's, that's what, a that's a new sex term. Okay, and it is it is actually clear. It's mm-hmm. not that new. It's just a mispronunciation, quite frankly. Ah, but, but... <laughs> whoa! Well played. <laughs> but did uh, anyone else get it? <laughs> I
3: have no idea what just happened. It, it is snitch. Out, snatch.
0: Some some people are like, if he if he catches the snitch, he wins the game because Wood said that. But he only, for those who haven't read the books, he only gets 150 points. So it yeah. is possible and to it, catch and it, the snitch and it your team ends still the game. Loses. Is the yeah. point. Yeah.
3: So there's a, yeah. Later on, they get into the the to the to the importance of that. It's like, but if you catch the snitch. When early. your team is more than 150 points behind, yeah. you are losing the game for yeah. your team. So
1: just chase it, but don't grab it. Yeah,
3: yeah. chase
0: it, stop the other guy, but don't grab it. So. This
3: was the, one of the most unsuccessful shots with these little yeah. digital cartoons clapping in yeah. the background. It's like, ooh. Well, and it
0: goes on for so long, yeah. too.
3: It's one of those things you, you know. kind of commit
2: to it, and then in the it looks end kind of like Mario Kart. He's like doing a good yeah. job with it, though. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. convincing.
0: Smile at the green
3: screen.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the, gr- the green screen loves you. He did yeah. better than all of Star Wars
3: casts. <laughs> yeah, true enough. I truly, honestly, love you. <laughs> You
0: are in Deeply. my
1: soul
3: tournament. You know, later she actually turned out to be kind of an actor. I want to she...
1: stand with you on a mountain.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I should um, – uh, we should point out that early on in, in this movie certainly, Hogwarts was um, a lot of locations. They actually went to these ancient castles and stuff and, and shot on the grounds and stuff like that. And it was, it was only later when they were like, all right, well, let's – that hallway keeps coming up. Let's just build it <laughs> yeah, and let's not, not keep going back um that uh so so now they don't go to locations very much now it's mostly sets but that's also one of the constraints that was on why why hogwarts doesn't feel like a massive sprawling castle because you see it in wide shots and they didn't really augment it with map paintings or anything and it feels like you know it feels like a standard castle not a giant magical one
3: when uh, i was working at universal i guess it would be on the simpsons yeah it was the simpsons right and that would have been when you you were at uh you were at Dave's uh, Dave School around that time, and and they were just starting to build the Harry Potter addition to yeah, the whole to Islands of Adventure, um, and Potter uh, so I mean, world? Uh, world, the magical world of Harry Potter, or the Wizarding world of Harry Potter, one of those two. Where is this? Uh, Universal Florida, Florida.
1: England. Um, behind closed and, uh, enchantments. I
3: was working for you know my friend Scott Trowbridge was in charge of uh, the you know the development department at, at Universal. We're doing the Simpsons ride and. and the other half of the team was was gearing up to do the Harry Potter stuff. And and Scott got to go, because they were shooting whatever movie they were shooting at the time, too. Scott got to go to, the, go to England and walk around the sets and talk to everybody because, you know, it's the same kind of ideas. rolling has lots of input, and we were thinking of doing this. What do you think? Is that okay? Um, and he talked about walking around in these sets and just, like, being like, those are pretty amazing sets to walk around. And he says, you know, there are actually sets that haven't been in any movies yet. He pointed out that, like, there are wings of Hogwarts that they've built but they haven't shot there yet. You know, that aren't designated for like, this is for whatever scene. It's literally <laughs> just like a whole section that is like someone had designed and they built it while they were building the rest of it, but it hadn't actually shown up in any movies yet. That's how
2: extensive, the, for sets, it's pretty extensive. Hmm. Interesting. That's for the Florida thing or for the actual sets?
3: That's the real sets. He he went to the, actual to movie the studio. Trey, the served. chat room
1: rejects your entire story because you broke the Back of the Future, red. I
3: did you really? It was already
1: broken. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I just, I just help, I just help bury the body. I, you know, I were they like, replaced it? Like with? I said, well, they, Simpsons with, with Simpsons. Right? like I said, when they, when they called me up and said we're replacing Back to the Future, I literally I had to think. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> do I want to be involved in that? Wow. Now,
2: did they replace it because it burned down? No, it, the ride sucks. No,
3: they're, they replaced it because no one knows what
0: Back to the Future is anymore. When, when that's kids, not true. When kid, yeah, it is.
3: When kids go to Universal, they're like, "What is that?" You
0: know. And, they uh, uh, they had the little Battlestar Galactica thing on the tram ride for like thirty years after that show was no longer on. Yeah, and but, I thought it was Star Wars. Yeah, so they could have left Back to the that, Future. But up that a wasn't longer. costing
3: the overhead that the Back to the Future oh, attraction costs. So when you got that much real estate, uh, you gotta. I mean, and actually, the most fun was. Uh, the brainstorming on what to replace it with. They kept um, Miami
2: Vice for a long time. Yeah, yeah,
3: but Miami Vice is just guys in speedboats. It doesn't matter what you know. Does they, it's, well,
2: now it's water? Dude, World. guys in speedboats never got a style.
3: It's been Waterworld all this time. And, well, uh, there was something water between. World?
2: There was something between Miami Vice and Waterworld. Sometimes it? it's a generic stunt show. A flock show. of seagulls. Yeah,
3: <laughs> the most fun was that when we were brainstorming on what they could replace Back to the Future with, um, I was going strongly. I wanted to do a. I pitched them a War of the Worlds. Because uh, War of the Worlds has been
1: out. awesome. And I said, let's do a War of the Worlds. Everyone time. jump in the van. How's the new King Kong ride? I uh, haven't been on it. Seth Donald worked on it.
2: Yes. Okay. Who's that?
1: He was there last night. He's a nice guy. You'd like him. I probably, Want me to introduce you?
2: I probably know him. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Oh, the, the Invisibility fun. Cloak. Yeah. I totally forgot about this. It's <laughs> one
0: of the. De- <clears throat> it's one of the nothing. What? One one of of those- the- well, yeah. that's That's another thing. It's. Another thing that they've... Uh, um, totally ripped this off
3: from G.I.
2: Joe, by the way. Nikki has exactly. a symbol of it on her arm. The invisibility cloak? But you just can't see it, right? What? I have no idea what's going on. She has a symbol of it on her arm. Symbol okay. of the, the invisibility, invisibility cloak? cloak. On her arm. She seems
4: surprised by well, that. She
2: doesn't know what you're talking about either. She, it's actually a Triforce symbol. Oh. Though. Then it's not an invisibility cloak. Yes, it is. But that, I'm sure it, that was... It is, it it
0: to you. Show it. So yeah, show it to the radio audience. Yes. Take off
3: Good all work. of your clothing so that we can see
0: it.
2: Okay. Anyway, there it is. there's the invisibility cloak, kind of. Yeah. Upside
0: How is that down? the invisibility cloak? It's upside down. It's a triangle surrounded that's by just... yellow triangles. I
1: see. There's the invisibility cloak tro- triangle? But it, it, yes.
0: In the uh, the the Deathly Hallows invisibility cloak is the triangle and the Deathly Hallows symbol. So that's oh, okay. what he, that's the connection. That's that he
2: what making. he was going for. Yes. Sorry. That was a stretch.
0: Yeah, that was quite a stretch. I think I pulled something. Here's
1: a here's a fun here's a fun <laughs> image. here's a fun hypothetical uh, physics question. If the lamp was inside the invisibility cloak, would it be lighting the room around it?
0: I don't think so. I'm guessing no.
1: Hmm. It it that's got to be was, why he was, it was holding it out. Yeah, thing, exactly.
0: Which is a which is a funny shot. Yeah. I remember that I would always kind of get a laugh when I would see <laughs> yeah. it with an audience. It It'd be just kind just of floating hand. Would, ah, be, would be kind of that
3: scared the shit that's out of me at nasty. the time. Would be kind of badass if the if frighteners.
0: If the, if the if the
3: light worked but so it was just this glow I mean you uh-huh. think some kind of poltergeist is coming at you this glowing thing is coming at you all
1: right let's uh for the purpose of off, ever. Just, for the purpose of you, the remainder yeah. of this franchise let's go go ahead and give ourselves a ironclad definition of what a wonderland is as opposed to a magic bean what that refers to
0: okay oh uh, did you want to go or you no, go for it. um it's it's essentially an extension it's when the magic bean of the as we talked about you know the magic bean is this is the thing that we are we the storyteller are asking you to just uh, yeah, just deal to with, swallow just, we're not going to justify it we're yeah. not going
3: to explain it we're not going to tell you how it works it's just Look, it's just this is
0: this, okay? Yeah. That's what it is. So, a wonderland is when the magic bean is the world <laughs> basically. <laughs> like the 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 magic bean is there is magic in the world. There's, you know, and and everything it basically
1: allows for multiple magic beans, but it doesn't matter cuz it's all part of one. Yeah, ev- as wonderland. long as
0: everything trickles down reasonably sensibly from that. It's like you couldn't have Harry Potter or, or the the example I give, like you can get away with a lot. You can have you, you know, you can introduce Horcruxes in the sixth one. Invisibility like, sure, cloaks
1: and time travel machines yeah. and mirrors that show your dead parents.
0: Yeah, exactly. You're like, sure, magic. That's all fine. You cannot have Hogwarts invaded by aliens. That That's would be magic, violating yeah. the Wonderland. This is Yeah, this is called
1: the uh, Indiana Jones rule.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the... Uh, it's and the the thing about it, point
1: the magic made of the Jones franchise is that God exists no. <laughs> exactly you can't literally, have God and aliens
3: literally it is. it's like you know, that's that's the reason why the third the fourth movie didn't taste right is because the first three are about spiritual magic, and the fourth one is also aliens, and you know it's like it's hard enough to juxtapose like, well, wait, so wait, Shiva actually has power in our realm, and the Christian God has power in our realm. I mean it's already suggesting like really, huh? kind of a pantheistic thing going on apparently. Um, unless it's all you know, it's all Jesus going. It was actually me the whole time. I, just, I ah. answered a Shiva or whatever. But then the fourth one is like also aliens. It's like mm, you know, just it's one one step too far. Um, but the thing, one thing that we should you know point out is again, doesn't mean a Wonderland can't have rules. Yes, uh, a Wonderland often should have rules. You know, it's like uh, again, my my magic bean analogy is always the Delorean. We all know exactly how a Delorean functions. It has to go eighty eight miles an hour. It has to have one point twenty one gigawatts of power. Why? Yep. The movie never says, and that's the correct choice. Yeah. Why 88 miles per hour? Fuck
1: it, 88. <laughs> Got it? Moving on. Um, I like but, and, uh, Ghostbusters, the way they just say, this is uh, light is green, trap is clean. Yeah, Got it. We don't need anything more yeah. than that. When it's green, exactly. we're okay again. Or one of our other examples that we go back to all the time is the magic bean,
3: just to be clear on what a magic bean is, the magic bean in Terminator is not the robot, because robots exist. It's yeah. science fiction to say this is a slightly better robot than we already have in our world today. The magic bean is time travel. Yeah. And, the, and the reason you know is, what a magi- the, kind of the identifier of a magic bean is if somewhere in the explanation of it, the word somehow wants to creep in. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and so you know the, the uh, time travel is like, how does that time travel work? I don't know. I didn't build the fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Is the quintessential like, that tells you where the magic bean is. Actually, one of the great magic beans is in Face Off. Um, because Uh-oh, literally, literally, um, fuck with Face Off. Nicholas Cage. Nicholas <laughs> Cage identifies the magic bean because he literally says when he has to explain to a third person why he suddenly looks like John Travolta and why apparently everyone who could have possibly known about it is dead. And that's why and he, he literally says. And then somehow everyone <laughs> who knew about it is now dead. I mean, he literally is pointing out like it's insane what just happened. But uh, you just have to roll with it because that's what the movie's about. But it so. was convincing. Yeah, it was totally convincing. But there is that moment where he takes that breath. He goes, and then somehow he managed to do this uh, magic bean. I haven't even okay. seen
1: Face Off, and I can totally imagine that performance. <laughs> get, that's know such that's a scene. Nick Cage yeah. line delivery.
3: Yeah,
2: only Nicholas uh, wait, Cage wait, 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 could have you, okay, that okay, movie. I'm sorry. Piss- you, got, you, got oh, no. me, what? you got me. You got me on a thought. So in Terminator, how come you can only send like one person back? Don't know. Didn't build a fucking thing. Yeah. Just cause. They, because. I, they, why levels. don't they just keep sending Terminators back to fucking? Because don't know, then the story wouldn't work. Yeah. That's just how it works. That's, why, that's, that's what defines the magic, magic bean. It's like,
0: look, this is just how it fucking is, yeah. okay? You don't get to ask that question. Yeah. You have to accept it and listen to the story. That's bullshit. Yeah. Um, no, that's the magic bean. That's um, what the magic world bean of the
1: Worlds has three magic beans because uh, Dakota Fanning is supposed to be human. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, one other... That's one horror. Other horror. Other with horror. horror. One other benefit of, the Aliens come and
1: attack and the sun's alive at the end.
0: <laughs> one other benefit of a, of a, a wonderland is in the in the sense you know not not really having to explain it, but there's like an implicit rule like when as it you know it comes up in the third one with like the time turner or whatever but when when you ask why didn't they do x it's like there's there's two different uh you know um it's a question of you're referring to it, they
1: established they have a time travel device they never use it right. again yeah. well wouldn't it, that be the, handy? the
0: question is the question is like there's there's in a wonderland you can establish a rule and then break it and then it's a problem but if you haven't established it, then it's not a problem if no one does so so if they don't if if no one ever like when it randomly
1: shows up, you accept it
0: yeah well or or the opposite like if you could ask, why doesn't Dumbledore just make Voldemort's head explode? And it's like, well, we haven't established that you, there is a spell that makes dudes' heads explode. <laughs> so you can assume if someone. If someone never does it, they can't. <laughs> That's just kind of an implicit rule there. You can't do it unless it is established that you can in a wonderland. E- e- even, like you said, within within the rules and within the fact that you've got this big open space, it's like you still have to establish this is part of it so that you can yeah. use it later.
3: Here's one of Rowling's little little verbal jokes. It's the Mirror of Erised. Yeah. Which is... Desire spelled backwards. Tee yeah.
0: And actually, the the entire, I don't remember what the inscription is, but like the entire inscription is a thing uh, written backwards.
1: I don't know if you guys could hear that, but that was terrifying. We had like a low flyover by we a just, jet.
0: Yeah, we just had like
2: the blue angels just
3: flew over the apartment for some reason.
2: You are violating the Wonderland? I hope we're not being invaded by aliens. Is what <laughs> it is. That happens in North Hollywood sometimes.
1: Sometimes. Not often.
2: What well, is it is Saturday. Yeah. that's all. Well, time. that's under the well, airport.
1: Air- yeah, that's that didn't sound like a jumbo jet. That sounded like an F-16. The, yeah, that was spider <laughs> Oh, invaded oh, by aliens. Uh, oh, because okay. Ryan Weaver's funny. got jokes. Got
2: mic, yeah, and we uh, didn't even yeah. hear it, so... Good right. radio. Ryan was
1: very funny off the mic. Trust me.
2: Who built the mirror? you said. Oh, he did. I
1: don't know. I just made the shit up. That's probably right true, up. Yeah. yeah.
3: Somehow. So, it's there. Oh. Do we think it's a... Yeah, I was... I always thought of Arased being more of a place, like, you know, the Mirror of Mordor. Oh, yeah, sure. But uh, I guess maybe it makes more sense as a name. But then <laughs> it's like, well, then you have to start retro, you know, retro encabulating the whole thing. Right. You know, like, you're like, so wait, so there's a guy whose name was Arased So... For his whole life, his name was Desire spelled backwards. So yeah, I kind of. And he made a mirror. Yeah. To, so, so I guess. Yeah, I mean, hey,
1: your whole life, your name has been Yurt spelled backwards. Sometimes it's going to have meaning. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Someday
3: you'll later at work, I'm, later, I'm, later you're going to you're going to
1: build a thing call it Yurt and I'm go. You're going to make oh. the
3: birdhouse of Yurt, and it's going to
0: make
1: sense all of a sudden. <laughs> it's all going to come together. And Dorkman's Namcrod.
2: That's fun.
0: That's <laughs> oh uh, sure.
1: That's a Star Wars name right Namcrod. there. Namcrod. Exactly.
0: <laughs>
2: Oh my god, He's i am a small child. you ever put your name backwards into a recording and played it?
1: Yeah, it was going to br- 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 burn down your church.
2: <laughs> there was There's like a Beatles song. Hey, want to see me yeah. turn to CGI and fly away? Whee! <laughs> there you go.
3: It's a cartoon owl. I mean, Whee! again, the 2000, you know. It's t- all good for 2000. It's not bad at all.
2: Way better than The Troll yep. and The Dog and all of that. It's not bad at all. It's like the feather in a uh, forest Gump.
0: Yeah, they well, there was a. I, yeah. I remember when it's close up, they actually had to like individually model the feathers and stuff to, that to make is sure really, it looked good.
2: There, I, I haven't
3: watched this movie in so long. It's like that literally is nowhere l- near what Hogwarts looks like in the later yeah. movies. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's not even remotely the same looking. No, I mean the Quidditch pitch is over here, and Hagrid's hut is down the whole hill thing. Is that and, the, yeah. that
3: literally looks like you know, like Disneyland's Cinderella Castle, and now it's much more of a you know, looks like one of the towers from from uh, Lord of the Rings. Now yeah. it's much more.
0: Spiky. Is it a
1: thing that they had to do this twice for the British and the yep. American audiences?
0: Yep. In in uh, yeah. in the UK, this is called Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, just like the the book is, and and then they had them do the scene again and say sorcerer's stone because the philosopher's stone is actually a thing well it's not actually a thing but mythologically it's it's a a thing thing. um that's what that's what do
1: they think americans wouldn't know what philosophy was
0: no well that's the problem philosopher's stone doesn't refer to philosophy and they're like that's not it the meaning is a magical it's, it's magical the meaning is actually closer to sorcerer's stone so even though it's both It's English. Hey, UK
1: guys in the chat room. Did you grow up hearing about the Philosopher's Stone, Jimmy, you guys? Is that something that you Oh, Jeffrey's like? Yes, they did. Like, they, oh
4: yeah. yeah, it's
0: it's it's what alchemists are trying to make. Yeah. They're trying to make the sorcerer's stone, the philosopher's stone, or yeah. philosopher's stone. Sorry, yeah. see, even like, and and it, well, you have yeah, to strange yeah, Strangely, says nope.
3: J, see, J.K. J.K. wrote these books that were popular in England, and then they were sold in America. And it was the American publishers who said philosopher's stone is not going to appeal to kids. It's going to sound like it's a book about philosophy. Yeah. So let's call it something that that makes sure that dumb they Americans know it's, know it's
0: about magic. So they call it sorcerer's yeah. stone. Yeah, and they they did. Uh, other little uh, translations from English to English, like they called uh, prams uh, strollers yeah. and they called jumpers sweaters and stuff yeah. like that. They never and got then, around
3: to some obviously.
0: Yeah. But, uh, you know. but but in later books, actually, they were like, fuck it. If they don't understand what a pram yeah. is, then screw them. And, and stopped doing that. But early on to to make them catch yeah. on in, Again, in the when, U.S. Again, when these weren't bestsellers yet, yeah. it was like,
3: oh, please publish our, our fun little romp of a wizard book in America. Like, well, all right, we're going to change some shit. You know, so it's like later it becomes a thing. That's a whole different thing. Just like, you know, the original, uh, you know, Mad Max in America is, you know, dubbed into English from Mm. Australian (laughs) because, you know, it's like (laughs) Americans aren't going to watch Australians talk. We don't know what they're saying. So it's very weird to see the original
0: Mad Max in its Americanized version. So here comes uh, Norbert. Norbert the Dragon. Norbert, who who was a a very large. I remember. I remember. This was the thing that that um, bugged me in the in the theater when I watched it because Norbert was this entire episode in the book and instead here Norbert hatches and then and then the very next scene it's like Norbert's gone it's like what that is weak yeah. <laughs> like, they, they had this entire adventure where they were trying they had to get Norbert to the top of the astronomy tower and all that shit it's not necessary so and now I understand why they cut it but you bred raptors he, time, he, also left,
2: like, he also left his invisibility cloak up there too he
0: did well that's why he got caught And but then it came back to him
2: um magically somehow uh, yeah so, somehow magic bean it's just somehow a wizard did it all right exactly that dragon actually looks pretty decent it's a, it's a good bad.
3: good piece of work yeah they you know if it doesn't have fur in 2000 we're happier than uh if it's, if it's leathery and, and shiny then yeah kind of wet yeah it works yeah
1: better better shot at working that's why the dinosaurs worked man yep rain but it's That's still It's
0: still right before they had the uh, subsurface scattering going on. That was a big deal with Dobby. And you can see, like, the wings feel kind of plasticky yeah. as opposed to... Hey, you know, Hey, your wings
1: feel plasticky. Hey,
3: your mom's wings are plasticky. Oh. You can't t- talk about her that way. Hey. My
1: mom's plastic wings are saints. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're plastic saint wings. Wait, what? Here we go. And... Filch is a much more interesting – I will say Filch is a more interesting character in the early uh, movies because he – especially starting with, like, the fourth one, he just becomes this – he turns into Charlie Chaplin. He's yeah. just this silent, silly, buffoon guy. It's more
3: like his his appearances start to feel just obligatory. Like, oh, get yeah. Filch out. Okay, there you go.
0: You got your check. See you. Thanks. Yeah. For all we fucking know, Filch is going to kill Voldemort at the end. We got to keep <laughs> yeah, him in the series. We just – Who knows? Only that crazy, crazy Scottish woman knows. Yeah. Uh, Neville Neville was actually involved in in much of these adventures as well. Uh, in oh, the he got
1: totally whitewashed out of this. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it really was. And early on, I thought one of the smartest things that uh, the Rowling did was was to stick to the rule that every book is a year at Hogwarts I thought that was yeah. a really interesting way of kind of really keeping you a track of where you are in the story but of course the the stories became less the, the seventh year he doesn't really go to Hogwarts <laughs> he never even actually goes um, but so it was much more about the school and the whole what's, what I thought was going to be a recurring thing that just fell further and further by the wayside is, is the whole, you know, who wins the year and the, you know the house points and all that, which is – here it's like the hooray, you know, they win the, they win the points. Um, that becomes less and less important and later, you know, they don't even – they don't talk about it anymore. Just like they, they talk less and less about Quidditch. It's like, yeah, but that's because the books are dealing with, well, there are actually more important things going on than Quidditch and the house points and things like that.
0: Yeah, well, in the in the books, um, Quidditch at least, Quidditch continues to be a a stalwart of the. um, The movies, they certainly. But in the the
3: movies, they're like, we don't really need. We don't need to see another Quidditch match. Yeah.
2: If you had to give a redo for Harry Potter one, would you give it to Christopher Nolan, Tarantino, (laughs) or Martin Scorsese? Oh my god! (laughs) Wow, those are my choices. Yes. Huh. Uh... I vote Scorsese (laughs) immediately. Um. I think a history is, there. I think. I think I think, I think. I think Tarantino would have kept the same pace and just made it more violent.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, I don't not. know. It had, Scorsese. It I had seventies music in it. Yeah. I feel like Scorsese and Nolan probably would have made about the what, being kind of reined in as they would be. It's like it's for kids. Remember, you know. So they they would have made probably about the same movie. It would be better paced than this one. I think Nolan's would probably be better paced. Um, certainly, because he's he's good with with rhythm and pacing. He he keeps things moving, um, very well, in my opinion.
3: I, I would have been interested to see Martin Scorsese's Harry Potter. I think that would have been
0: really
2: that interesting. Awesome. I
3: don't know how I don't know how successful it would have been. Uh, Joe Pesci would office. have been Snape. Yeah,
2: yeah. Or Robert De Niro. De Niro, sure.
1: They could have both been Snape.
2: You yeah. know what? If Martin Scorsese did between it, them. Just, if Martin Scorsese did it, he would have been able to get Daniel Day Lewis to be Snape. That's true because yeah. he keeps getting Daniel Day Lewis yeah. in films. God damn it! Why wasn't Scorsese the one behind this?
4: Yeah,
2: Daniel Day Lewis. Scorsese would not
0: have been interested in making a, a no. kids fantasy movie. He's done PG films. <laughs> <laughs> that that is the same thing. You're right. What was I thinking?
2: Actually, I, has he really? What? He did Kundun, which was PG. He yeah. did... Uh, Never heard of it. That's not a Age, movie. Age made that up. Age of Innocence was pretty... <laughs> he made that yeah, up, too. It was boring. very innocent. He directed... He actually, I was shocked. I happened to just
3: watch it and then saw his name in and I was like, what? He, he directed the pilot of Boardwalk Empire, the HBO oh, yeah. series. And that's really good. I didn't wow. see that. If you haven't seen Boardwalk Empire... I should check that out. It's really something. I have, it's totally right up his alley because it's about 30s gangsters. Um, you know, Or prohibitionary gangsters. So, I guess, 20s. But... Uh, you know, it's totally his thing, but he really, he really did a
2: great job. He likes kids' movies. He did Shark Tale. Yeah. What? <laughs> well, he was in it. He, he was a voice it. in it. Yeah, he was a voice. A little different. They got his eyebrows right.
3: Yeah, yeah. that was a great cameo, actually. By the way, the, you know all those all the gangster guys in uh, Shark Tale—that was actually one of my favorite parts of that movie. But yeah, Tarantino. I mean, I don't know.
0: I don't think Tarantino I just can't could have done
3: see it. Tarantino getting having a way into doing this movie. I, I have no. Clue he did a good adaptation like. of Jackie Brown.
0: Yeah, well, exactly. Uh, Harry would be a, a little black kid. And it be, <laughs> yeah, it would take Like I said, there'd be seventies porn music in yeah. this, and uh, um, it would. It would. It, I think. <laughs> I think probably the biggest problem uh, with Tarantino would be that he would want to change change it a lot and and bring his sensibilities to it too much. Like um, she's said, you know, one of the things that I didn't want to. Uh, uh, Rowling saying one of the things i didn 't want to allow in the adaptation was to Americanize it to make him, you know to to make it take place in america and and it's, it needed to be a very british thing and that 's one of the reasons that Chris Columbus got the gig is because he wanted to maintain the Britishness of it, and unfortunately he doesn 't have the British sensibility to do that. he just set yeah. it in Britain. All
3: the other directors have been. British. Well, Corone is not British, Cuaron's obviously, not, but but, uh, uh, but Yeats and, and, the Yates and Yates Newell and yeah, that's very British, it, but yeah, and just sort of got really sort of more into the bone, kind of know what this world is, more, right? You know? not the Wizard World, but the British, the whole yeah. Britishness. Well, they, of it. they
0: exactly they, they made the Wizard World like the British
2: world. <laughs> it really is. Like... Again, it's bureaucratic and class structure. Yeah. And, and, how about uh, how about uh, Paul Thomas Anderson?
3: Interesting, yeah. interesting, possible, possible. Oh, Frogs
0: boy. would have rained from the sky, yeah. and it would have made sense. You think it's fucking dull and slow-paced now. Um,
3: <laughs> yeah, but uh, Heather Graham would have done a nude scene. Yeah. McGonagall. I'm in. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <so>. McGonagall. <laughs> I'd like to pet that cat, if you know what I mean, Harry.
4: <laughs> and,
3: and uh, yeah, not so successful with the centaur yeah. either.
0: But, it, but, again, another thing with the centaurs that you know, they they were like, we don't really know if we are going to need the centaurs or not, so we better just keep the centaurs in here and, and yeah. have one.
3: Something they could easily have done without. Zack yeah. Snyder.
0: I can it's see that. Lots of rock music. It's a centaur, exactly. Oh, Zack Snyder, oh, Zach Snyder directing.
3: Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah.
2: I think that... Lots it, of rock music and scantily clad women. Yeah, and that's People's, always good. People screaming.
0: Yeah. It would have been probably about... It would have been more exciting than this one, certainly. But yeah. Story-wise, it probably would have been about the same in terms of because then he would have just stuck to a straight line adaptation like he did with Watchmen,
4: mm-hmm.
0: which is, you know, one of the things that that makes this movie n- not quite work. Because oh, and also one of the things about it is when we saw this movie. We hadn't seen the other Harry Potter movies, so we're like, okay, that's what a Harry Potter movie is. It's, it's good and stuff like that. And then when the third one comes in and Quaron and just goes, I'm going to do it my thing, everyone goes, oh, no, that's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's what a Harry Potter movie Okay, now I get it.
1: Everyone turns back to their hands and is like, what was this? Yeah. <laughs> what was I what doing with what this? Is this I have then?
0: Yeah. Wait, what is it? Yeah. yeah. I want yours. Yeah. I <laughs> Mom Yeah.
1: I, Alfonso can have a cool
0: one. And His I, is
1: more entertaining than mine. You don't let me do anything. I mine think, is
0: workmanlike and stodgy. Yeah. I think that's what what happened and why um uh the Percy Jackson series uh didn't take off the way Harry Potter Holy did.
1: Holy shit, Percy Jackson was a
0: thing because Harry because I, and I haven't—are I have no they idea what making a the sequel? It was announced, I think, oh, within the last month. Apparently it was announced this that they a, are, in fact, going to make sequel. That's the Lightning end. Thief one. Oh, lightning okay. Thief, and then I don't know Not what the, the Wait, what was the vampire thing yet. with John C. Reilly. uh That was— uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice? No, that was no. the no. Vampire's Apprentice. Um, Cirque de Freak. Are you the, just making this shit the up? Vampires, yeah, the Vampire's—yeah, the Vampire's—yeah, something or other. Uh, but, okay, so they are getting a sequel. It seemed like that one— Is a
3: movie or a book—
0: uh, the the um, a movie based, based on books? It's a movie yes. based on a song. Percy Jackson and the Olympians is a uh, book series that's very similar to Harry Potter except just openly about the Greek myths instead of just working them oh, in okay. here and there. Okay. Um, and because, uh, like, y- it's literally you are the son of a god and now you're going to go to Greek mythology camp. And it's basically, <laughs> okay. it Basically, from what I understand... I love that movie. I, I actually haven't read Wait, it Wait, is that the cartoon? What?
1: It sounds like Hercules.
2: Early, no, early but, Sam Raimi would have been good.
0: Or at least Sam Raimi would have been very interesting, no. but um, dude,
1: Peter Jackson could have done Harry Potter. Peter
2: Jackson, I think, yeah, yeah. unfortunately he wasn't. But Sam available. Raimi has a sense of humor in his early films. Yeah, like Evil it's Dead. It's
0: a different sense of humor than this one. Than this yeah. one needed, I think. He's got like a kind of a twisted sense very of humor. pre
3: Stooges kind of. But humor.
0: Um, but uh, what I was saying is, you know. This was fine at the time because we hadn't seen like the other Harry Potter movies. We we hadn't we hadn't really like I said seen a lot of fantasy movies recently that weren't like dorky nineties stop playing you know straight to video type of stuff. Whereas when once Percy Jackson comes out, they're like, let's get Chris Columbus because he started that Harry Potter fucking thing and that that went great for them. So let's let's do our own thing. But then he makes it and it's like he made another Harry Potter movie. So wait, and this was directed by Chris Columbus. Uh, Percy Jackson and the Olympians, the first one, The Lightning Thief, was directed by Chris. I, I
3: looked up. I looked up at IMDb the other day. It wasn't. <laughs> I, I known I've never heard these words before in, wow. in sequence.
0: It looks. If you watch the trailer, you would think it's he remade Harry Potter. Nope. It looks like like, Home like it pans Park. up. He get. He, it pans up. He gets like an elevator to um to Mount Olympus, and it pans up to the the castle on Olympus, and it's like the pan up to Hogwarts. Wow. It's like it's the same shot. Was oh, this a
1: reshoot? Look how fucking bullshit this green screen shit is here. Look at Harry. Yeah. He's in a a real place. Uh, Harry's not. It's like a DVD cover. Look at that shit. It's
0: actually funny because you can, uh, in some places, tell what was shot later than others. Like there's, there's a scene where he's talking to Dumbledore about the Mirror of Erised. There are some bits in there that must be reshoots because occasionally it'll cut to Harry and you see like the makeup is a little heavier on him. And he's got kind of some pimples on his cheeks that they're trying to cover up and stuff. And sometimes it's not there. So those are pretty clearly reshoots. Um, and then anytime, or really
2: good CGI. <laughs>
0: and then anytime they're at the uh, they're at the train station, uh, ghost. Harry, what are you
1: doing? You are not a student. You are a ghost. <laughs> get, out, get out! of there, ghost. <laughs> you are not a student. You are a ghost. Get out um, of there, Teletubbies. You are not Beatles. You are Teletubbies. When,
0: whenever they're at the uh, the train station, they all look especially tiny because that was the first couple days of the shoot. <laughs> yeah,
3: they were the youngest then. Yeah,
0: so so the end of the of the movie when they're saying goodbye to Hagrid, like they look tiny because that's the that was the first day.
2: Um, even though it's the end of the the, the shoot, or or the his, his voice actually sounds weird when they do like voiceover work. Yeah,
0: a couple of times, like when he's grabbed by the troll and goes, "Whoa!" It's like deeper a little bit than uh, a, a deeper <laughs> octave. I mean, ah!
2: Harry all of a sudden sounded like
1: Anthony.
0: <laughs> oh no, Hermione, Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> We should have you redub the whole movie. Yes. And that'd be great, <laughs> Dumbledore. Which
2: means he knows how to get past Fluffy.
0: Yeah. With
4: Dumbledore, oh my wrong. god,
2: we should totally do that for Down in Front. Just like <laughs> dub the whole fucking movie with our voices. <laughs> it was bright. But like the dialogue verbatim. I uh-huh. get to be Hermione.
0: There is Worst
2: commentary ever. <laughs>
0: we should we should actually um, point out there is not that, but there is a, a a thing you can find on YouTube called Wizard People Dear Reader. <laughs>
4: okay which is, i've heard of this
0: it's by if you uh if you've heard oh, i can't remember what the name of of like it's a it's a little group or artist joel something a uh, joel mcnally i think is his name but uh he did the song about george washington like oh, being washington, washington yeah washington washington he he did a series of i don't know if it's the whole movie or not but basically you you watch the movie and then you've got this the crazy him doing his crazy professor voice and narrating to you what's going on on screen but <laughs> okay. he says it in the it's way funnier than it sounds so you should check it out he's like professor McDonald is a cat and then she's like you know uh, go check it out cuz it's funnier than that uh, what i just said was not funny at all
2: I, a friend linked me to um, damnyouautocorrect.com. That's a great, uh-huh. great, a great I, site. I, I like. I looked at the first one, uh-huh. and I could not stop till I looked at every single yeah. one. Yeah, I was laughing stuff. for two hours. One through. that I like
1: that I've never heard anyone else talk about. There's a website called passiveaggressivenotes.com, yeah. and it's nothing but like shit. Roommates love for each other and they get oh, vicious, nice. or like car notes like left on your windshield if you parked wrong, that kind of thing. Someone nailed a note to a tree.
2: <laughs> what was it's like,
1: the note? It was something like "Don't park here" or something like that. But it was for a specific person, and they nailed it to a tree, like a young tree.
2: <laughs> I've done one of those once. There was a guy in my building in, at on, on Coldwater Canyon who had a dog that stank like really freaking bad. How do you know it was the dog? It was. It was the <laughs> dog because it just smelled awful whenever I got in the elevator with the dog. And so I put a note in the elevator once saying, "Don't bring the dog in here. It's for humans only." You know who I'm talking about? You with the glasses. <laughs> it was taken you down. fucking guy it was taken down within like 10 minutes of it being up i guess the manager saw it but i was so angry
0: so here we go we're moving into the third act and it's really, there's the three-headed
2: I, act yeah this is the third act just the, the prote-
0: it's it's really quite something that they they decided to protect you know they protected the stone with things that uh, it's really smart but but still a first year could get through. <laughs> yeah. This is this. They have Wizarding Chess. This is Wizard. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Is <laughs> what this like, entire wizard,
3: process is. Wizard Checkers.
2: <laughs> I remember being more scared in the third act of Willow. I remember the third act of Willow. Well, there was like three-headed dragon, wasn't yeah, there? Uh, two-headed in dragon. Two-headed dragon. This that was weird.
0: fucking scary. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You're at, at no real point is there a true sense of danger in this movie. Which is, I mean, fine because it's a kids movie, and you know they're, but, they'll be fine. to Willow. Die. But
2: Willow's kind of a kids movie, and there was it, a sense it is of not. danger. It's PG. I don't. Th- that doesn't mean
3: that God. Seems see a little darker. But yeah, again, this is sort of indicative of of what how the books changed because from the first book, and this is very faithful to the first book, it is kind of like it's going to be like Encyclopedia Brown, the wizard. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, We're going to solve puzzles and you know and, and defeat the bad guys. But the bad guy isn't really scary. He's just kind of a talking face that kind of says nasty things. to yeah. you. Um. You know, you really don't get a sense of where the stories are going. Yeah. From the first one, because the first one is. You know, by far the, the the sweetest and kind of happiest and like let's solve the problem. Um, yeah, I like you know, the, so, I
0: like
2: Encyclopedia Brown the wizard. That's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly what the it tone. Is. So, so you're saying because it's a kids movie, it, because it, it, it lacking the sense of danger is justified. No, I'm I just saying, I disagree. I'm, I'm saying that.
3: that's why it has that's sense why of, because it the has. book itself did not have. The sense of danger that it came later. Which, so it does have this kind of like, I know, you know, Unix, I know this. It has that kind of vibe to it. It's like, we have to play chess and then we have to catch the key yeah. and we have to do that. It's
1: like this is a school sanctioned test. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which exactly. is, I,
3: I mean, it's which almost is, like you do expect McGonagall to pop out and go, very good, Potter. Yeah. You're the Kobayashi does Maru. Nobody sees what she did wrong yeah, here. Yes, I, for one, spotted several. It's, it's <laughs> like the Kobayashi Maru of Hogwarts, is what it kind of feels and, like.
0: Which is very interesting because it's it's a Ooh. series, even from the beginning, yeah. that, that centers. S- stop <laughs> it. It centers. It centers really strongly around death. I mean, it starts with his parents being killed, but that's thank you, Disney, but that's very common in a kids' movie. It's like parents are dead, that's how would you be a, a main character in a kid's movie if your parents weren't dead? Um and uh, and and I mean Voldemort, his whole name means flees from death, you know, and that's his whole gig. Um is Mort is con- dead.
1: Okay. Volrun. Vol is Volrun? Vol Aladdin. Aladdin's Vol parents do don't more. die. You really run just took Latin death. in high school, and that's all you know? You're good at etymology. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I actually,
2: uh, I read that somewhere several years oh, ago. Oh, okay. So Aladdin, Aladdin's parents don't die. Yeah. Jasmine's parents don't die. Where are Aladdin's parents? I don't Here's know, the thing with they're Disney. They're not established as dead. Yes, they are. Disney
1: He's parents are mostly orphan. dead. Sometimes assholes. Occasionally ineffectual. Right. But they're never great parents. Right. now jasmine's parents being the ineffectual ones his stupid fucking fat dad who plays with his toys all day long (laughs) (laughs) they do stacking up little animals like an asshole they
0: have a weird thing here and and some people we going back to our discussion of of a wonderland one of the problems i know that some people have had with the the movies if they haven't seen the books is it's like because they have magic there's there's this sense of the constant deus ex machina it's like oh what are we going to do oh let's do the spell that that you know, gets gets rid of the the plant. It's like, oh, of course, the plant ridding spell. And then they do it, and they've never discussed it before. And you know, so it, it feels like that. But you're like, well, magic, sure, why not?
1: <laughs> if if this was the Indiana Jones plot, it'd be like, how do we? Let's do the spell that kills the Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> uh
0: Nazius Ectrus. Yeah. Nazis yeah oh, of course. Why didn't we think? Sure, it like, we should have done the do Nazi it.
1: spell. Why didn't we do that a long time yeah. ago? But the, the, weird, the
0: Penitent wizard kneels. Yeah. yeah. The the, Kneel! the, weird, the weird thing is, I mean, in books, in the books it's usually actually set up like like you actually see them learn that spell earlier among a bunch of other ones and then they're like oh now is the time that we can use that and it's weird that they changed it there with the um, uh, the the plant strangling Ron because she turned it into a sunlight thing um whereas in the book the plant was a, a devil Snare was afraid of fire it had a problem with fire so it was established that she could make fire with her wand when she did it to Snape so that she could do it to the plant later. So there was a setup and payoff that they changed. I guess they didn't want to risk setting the kid on fire. <laughs> that may have been. I remember, it.
3: setting fire to a teacher might be too extreme or yeah. something. You know, who knows? But um, no,
0: they ha- they do that in the book. That's true. In they, the movie. In the, in the so, movie.
3: so so this you know this did that kind of smack of everyone has a talent. Everyone has something to bring to this you know challenge. And Harry's you know Harry's not good in school, but he's good on a broom. And and Ron's gonna have his moment, and Hermione's gonna have her moment. Um, so it just had, it had more of a simplistic like oh you yeah. okay, know oh, this is like okay this Harry Potter book is going to be about you know studying in school you yes. know studying is important and everyone, knowledge everyone is has it. their skill the more you know and everyone has a thing to bring to it and they, you know, they went off in this very different direction over the course of of the series of books which I thought was great but uh, you know here the 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 movie is. Merely just being faithful to really the tone of the first yeah. book.
0: And Hermione doesn't get her chance to shine in these tests, actually. She solves a riddle in the Well, uh, she, in the book, she's the
3: one who knows the spells. Right. Oh, yeah, right. One of the things that, oh, yeah, right, right. The things that pre- prevents the magic from being as bad a deus ex machina as it might have been. It is always the, comes from her. <laughs> well, no, the, no. The, the idea that in the rules of the Wonderland are you can't just go, magic! You have to specifically summon and know how to summon the specific right. effect you want to summon. So if if you you literally do have to learn, I mean, you know, it's like it's kind of like I always think of it it seems like learning Chinese. You know, you have to know the specific pictogram It's like, I want to kill pixies is different (laughs) than I want to kill the dragon. You know, it's like that's wait, which one is which. And you have to you have to know thousands of these of these spells to be able to to properly
2: manifest the one you need. Learning Chinese is way harder. (laughs) I guarantee you.
3: I'm sure it is. But uh, I like to think that, uh, you know, these little white kids are doing the equivalent of learning Chinese.
2: What were you going to say, Anthony? That was it. Just okay. Chinese yeah. is harder than magic.
3: <laughs> oh well. So, like you know.
0: Excuse me. I believe we have a couple billion Chinese. Yeah. I don't know how,
3: how many hard it's going be. There's a lot of there's
5: a lot
2: there's <laughs> a lot of there's actually a lot of Chinese who don't even speak Chinese that well. I'm sure
3: because it's hard. Just like there's a lot of a emer- lot of English, a lot of Americans who don't speak English very well oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. We, don't, we 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 learn the minimum. This is a hell of a setup here, and this 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 is a scene that kind of. I remember at the time, first time I watched this, it kind of, it's like, boy, that was a lot of effort that really doesn't pay off much, because in yeah. the end it was kind of like I didn't really get a sense of what was that
2: all about, and how, what, and... That reminds me of Dragon the Bruce Lee story for some reason. What does? Those statues with the swords. Did you see Dragon the Bruce Lee story? Anybody here? No? It reminds me of the Star Wars chess set myself, but uh, mm-hmm. no, I haven't seen it. Well, there's a demon in Dragon the Bruce Lee story, which doesn't make sense unless you watch the movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is this supposed to be a real story you, you, of Bruce Lee? Is a demon in you, it? You have, if you watch the film, it'll make sense. Okay. But the demon looks kind of like those guys, but scarier.
0: Ron does get a bit you know of a, uh, okay. uh, a short shrift later in the series, because right here it's showing, like, he's not... The same kind of smart as Hermione, but he's got a mind to him. Yeah. You know, he's he strategizes and he plays them across the board and stuff. So. They established
3: him earlier playing chess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's a little setup there for you. Well,
0: exactly. Yeah. But but later on, he he kind of devolves into you know the the comic relief sidekick that doesn't really yeah. accomplish much. Yeah. This is like his one time to shine, which is which is too bad. It it would have been cool. That's if he that's partly did a more. factor
3: of the editing though, because you know he 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 often got shorted in the later movie. Because his subplots in the books weren't right. that intense. Because especially if we talked about the minimising of Quidditch later, um, whichever book it is, it's also the, I think it's the second to last one or whatever. The one that were also the whole subplot of Hermione with spew right. went away as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, but the uh, you know there's a whole subplot in one of the books about Ron. And, and Harry's starting to fracture. Their friendship's starting to fracture right. because that Ron... That happens a couple times. Exactly. But, <laughs> but you know, we're really, the, the stake is really driven and, and the crack is really starting to widen. And, and Ron becomes the Quidditch hero. Right. And there's a huge amount of time in the book is spent doing that. And in the movie, it was like, well, but that's a subplot. So, right. you know, yeah. it's not really part of what we need to
2: do here. When those statues were moving around, was that CGI or were those costumed uh, individuals? Yeah, CG. Uh, anytime this, they're doing this that, CG, it's animated. Yeah. Right, yeah. Although but although they
0: do the
3: have, ones... have full size set pieces clearly yeah. as well.
0: The 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 ones that are moving and like attacking the other ones are CG. But the ones that are exploding are real. Yeah. So they really were like blowing up those chess pieces right next to this kid.
2: <laughs> so that's CG right there, or is that, uh... that's, that's, that's that's real? real. Just that's real. real.
0: If it's yeah, if it's if it's not animated, if it's just kind of moving like a chess piece, then then it's full size, full scale.
2: This reminds me of a really fucked up level in Zelda. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay. Ocarina of Time, moving the ice blocks around, all that shit. Okay, uh, we're getting we're getting nods from from Mickey, so she's mm, nice. She says yes.
3: Now there, you even get here a sense of the darkness that the sh- that the series would present. It's like Ron is like, oh, dude, and and a really kind of a nice little. Homage to chess and the fact that Ron kind of gets the world better than anyone else. He goes, "Look, I'm going to go get my ass kicked now. yeah I'm going to. This is how chess works. I will sacrifice myself so that you can move on, which is really kind of a theme of the entire series. Right. You know? So there was that thread that was already was in place. Yeah, you know, and the fact that Ron is like, you know, fuck it, I'm going to go do it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's but,
0: like he's willing to do it again. That's that's one of the things that I'm like that that's a great moment for ron and and something that that carries you through i think uh, probably the rest of the series because you're like you know when he was a little kid he was willing to do this yeah, he was <laughs> he
3: was, a, he, was a, he 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 had the the seeds of badassery were in there already you can yeah. tell
0: but but again it's like it's scary and and this moment actually builds fairly well with like the music and everything um but you know he's he's blown off the horse and knocked out or whatever but yeah it'll be fine yeah. Whereas in the later movies, you're like, "Oh shit, is he dead? <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> totally dead. <laughs> he might be dead right now. They're not. Gonna,
3: the is not going to fix him this time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's good that he stabbed the horse and not. Yeah, the, exactly.
2: Uh, not the kid. Yeah. Phew. I like how he's unconscious there for a second, and then the rock hits him in the face and he moves a little oh, bit. Yeah, ow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. At least, at least Harry's thinking. That was. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the
2: only take they got of him falling down on the floor. <laughs> That yeah. maybe very Probably well. Probably
0: so. They yeah. were like, "We are going to throw the kid. Yeah, one at- time. That's it." While well, his parents are at craft services. <laughs> <laughs> go. why
3: don't you go? Uh, why don't yeah. you go, Mister and Mrs. Grant? Hey. Yeah. You should go check out uh, the
0: the we- trailer we got for Ron. Yeah, exactly. it's really nice. We have your
2: check here for your son. Yep. Moing.
0: But apparently, these these are still also at Leavesden because they were like, "Fuck it, yeah, come was- back." We don't know what. Yeah. <laughs>
3: can put them in the corner of another set why not you know dress the room of requirement with them
0: yeah so in the in the book there's one more chamber with a bunch of potions and a riddle and that's snape's uh contribution to protecting it and she's the one who figures out the riddle but here yeah she just saved him from the devil's snare that was her thing
2: harry's sweater is badass it's just patterns. <laughs> <I'm not sure. laughs> Do you that's, want that sweater?
0: That's his, uh, isn't that the sweater he got from Ron? I don't Ron's
2: know. Mom? It just looks awful. I think
3: it is. <laughs> it's a nice, I nice, love it. It's a jumper. It's dashing. We call it a jumper. It makes him look distinguished. I Nice cable knit. Yeah, very nice.
0: I'm not sure I buy where she's coming from here. She's like, She's like. you're an awesome wizard. It's like, no, he's not. He's, he's not, really not yet. <laughs> it's like, you're totally going to die. Yeah. You're going to your death. I, I mean, I guess tell him that to make him feel better about it, but uh, yeah. You're... Yeah,
3: it really is. You want to stop and go? Where are you getting that from? Yeah, exactly. Hermione, what are you saying? What, uh, uh, what I am, I am unconvinced. Wait, who, who, who told you that? You, mm. what, what, what do you know? What have you been hearing?
2: Who, sent, Joe? who sent you? Who That was a moment where you were, uh, Mike, were referring to the DVD cover, saying the DVD cover looked awesome.
0: Oh yeah, there there, there was like a an on, um, you know, a set photo of him walking down that that corridor. Um, and but there was like smoke and stuff, and it was from a slightly different angle than they actually used in the movie I'm like that looked great, <laughs> and it didn't look like that in the it doesn't look like that in the film. it looks all right but there's no there's not a lot of atmosphere in this movie you know um it feels in in part they they talk about doing that on purpose I mean they talk about it, it's very this movie is very, aside from this, very golden-toned. Like it's all kind of just one thing. It's it's dreamlike. It's it's Harry's in a magical world, except right now because it's scary, so it's blue. Um, but <laughs> later on, it starts getting slightly more naturalistic in Chamber of Secrets, and there's more color and and it's it's less uh, um, romanticized. Mm-hmm. Um, the the you know the the magical world is less romanticized and starts to become more more Harry's mundane world
2: until movie six when everything goes gray
0: well yeah they got a little carried away with the uh, the (laughs) color grading and (laughs) and half-blood Prince as it turns out but
3: so has by necessity there's a lot of monologuing has Uh to get kinda out of the way here like alright so yeah so that was that and this was that and the other
2: thing was the other thing and now there's this this hat looks so ridiculous it looks like a, a, ma- a magician from like the fifties. Right. Yeah. Simsalabim uh-huh. and then I produced the rabbit. Look, come, let
3: me show you my magic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and of course, it is almost. He's like
3: Haji from Johnny Quest.
0: Yeah. It is almost strange to see to see Quirrell here because you've forgotten he's in this movie. He showed up like yeah. three times so far, whereas whereas in, in the. In the book, because they have more time, there is an entire subplot with Quirrell where, you know, they're trying to be nice to him. They're trying to because, – because they think, you know, they, Harry sees Snape threatening him. They think that Snape is trying to get to the stone. So they're like, oh, my God, if Quirrell breaks, Snape will get the stone. So they're, like, trying to be on his side and, like, bolster him up and encourage him and stuff like that. So there is there's more Quirrell in the book. He's always kind of there, whereas here you could totally forget he was in
2: this movie until yeah. this scene. That's how I felt about the bad guys in Scream. And, what about In Scream? When they, revealed, when they revealed the bad guys at the end of the movie, I'm like, who the fuck are, are these guys? People? They've always been there.
0: they they'd been there throughout. Uh, I don't know about that.
2: I'm <laughs> sure they were, but
0: I didn't notice them. Oh, sure. Well, you, okay. it's fair enough. Okay, go. I remember this was interesting because they had, you know, it, it was still going to be four or five years before they went, got around to actually casting someone for Voldemort. So this is just kind of a generic face. Um, looks not very much like Voldemort later became, and yeah. he's got a nose.
2: Yeah, but it's supposed to be—is it actually Voldemort, or That's is it? A, it's not a Horcrux. Well, it's Voldemort's soul is split into yeah.
0: separate parts, as we now know, and and so this is one of his parts. This is the the primary part that that was in his body when he uh, and faced re- Harry. This, and is, is, yeah, this is this yeah. This this is what's rebirth. His later. only okay. physical.
3: This is the as physical as he is. I mean, this is the the living part of him. The Horcruxes are what helps him re- com- recombine himself, isn't it? Isn't that how it works? And well, sort
0: of they, puts they're, what, back they're what kept him from from dying. But right. it's it's the uh, the evil magic he does at the end of Goblet of Fire that actually gives him back a proper body.
2: Yeah, and there's some finally some color. Yeah, there <laughs> we go. <laughs> turn the lights on. That looks like a set. It does. It, it does kind really of feel bad. like a set. But it's like the end of Indiana Jones Four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. That was a cool set, though. I oh, gotta yeah. say.
3: And then it spun around.
0: Yeah.
2: And the alien ate the guy. Yes,
0: this is had. this is a tricky performance for this guy. He's like got to kind of because I believe um, Ian Hart here out, voiced Voldemort for for this um, scene, um, but he's he's got to basically be like, okay, I'm doing the performance with the back of my head. Yeah. So he's like kind of tweaking his head to the side to side. Like, how would I how would I emote this yeah. if I were moving my head but backwards?
3: And for you know for the some of the effects not being quite as successful and we have to give it, you know, a decade's worth of development a go. Um, the head's pretty good. The face oh, yeah. is, the I face works great. pretty darn well. The face is uh, one of the better effects.
0: It blends really well into, you know, into the back of his
2: head. It feels seamless. It's very good. That fire looks pretty real. Oh, it's probably because it is. <laughs> yeah. That
3: technology we've had for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Since the late seventies we've had fire. <laughs> Since I remember the, when that when they brought that in, everyone said,
4: you're
0: not going to let kids have that, are you? It was, it was a whole big thing. Here we go. And uh, th- this, uh, again, there's kind of a weird deus ex machina thing going on where it's like, oh, the mirror put the stone in his pocket because it works that way. Yeah. And it's like, what? Okay. And then this bit where it's somehow. like you can't touch him. somehow. Yeah. Well, exactly. Somehow. Magic. Yeah. Dumbledore's like, yeah, I thought of that. And you're like, well, it's Dumbledore, so fuck it. Of course he did. Yeah,
3: but without telling Harry any pertinent information that would have been useful, right? <laughs> Which Harry Harry later legitimately gets pissed about and yeah. calls Dumbledore on. It's like, what the fuck,
0: yeah. dude? This is this on actually a point of view. This yeah. actually introduces a uh, a slight discontinuity from the book because, or from the the book series, because he has now seen Quirrell die. He saw Coral die. He should be able to see the Thestrals, according to him, as <laughs> we find true. out later yeah. in the the fifth movie. But... Thestrals,
3: is a little bit of retconning going on with yeah. the Thestrals, but uh, yeah. otherwise, but, a cool idea.
0: But the wait, he does see it, doesn't he? Huh? He doesn't see the Thestrals until after he's because they haven't the even introduced.
3: It. Only oh. it, uh, that was that was actually where we're even rolling retconned because it's like the first year you take boats, but uh, only the first years take the boats. Right? They're, and we take the carriages, which have no horses. And then the third year, it's like, well, there actually are things that pull. You know, she was yeah, she was building idea. on those things.
0: But uh, but I, I've heard the basically the retcon for that was well you have to you have to see and really comprehend death that's the that's the yeah. thing you have ah. to comprehend what you've seen and Harry was too young to understand um, whereas in the book he just passed out before Coral died <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah so
3: that, that was everything.
4: convenient
0: so yeah the the climax
3: of the movie. Mm, yeah. Kind of like mm, okay, you yeah. Know. It,
0: it wasn't a uh, knockdown drag out. Yeah, for it's sure. it's you
3: know, and that's because it's from the book. Yeah. Um, and it really was a you know, this isn't over yet, Potter. <laughs> we yeah. meet again. Yeah,
0: you and and. Like we said, I, I really thought the whole series was just going to be Voldemort shows up and twirls yeah. his mustache and the, ga- yeah. the gang gets and the, together. The, and the
3: Scooby that, gang that, vanquishes yeah. him once again. It, it would have worked, too, if it wasn't for you meddling wizards. Exactly. You know, it's exactly that was the
2: vibe. Um, Those get-well cards were pretty weak. <laughs> yeah. yeah really. Not even know. moving. No, but if you exactly. open
1: one of them, it plays a little theme. A little dancer comes out and runs
0: around. We haven't really talked about the music here. No. We'll get to it. Right. Yeah. He I seems we have it's little... okay
1: because the music doesn't change for any of the seven yeah, movies.
0: He seems he, my my problem with Richard Harris is Dumbledore. He's got kind of the right vibe for it, but he always to me I always felt like he was like I'm doing this because my grandchildren asked me to, <laughs> and uh, so I'm gonna say the lines, but I don't care. <laughs> you know, I never I never got the feeling that he was really. Invested in it. He got away with a lot because dude.
1: When you're like 95, do you care? <laughs> yeah. That's. Probably, probably I don't think he probably.
2: cared about anything at maybe that he point. Was, he was, was doing maybe fine. he was on his way out. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm sure he probably was, but uh, obviously. But uh, I I don't know. I I. It would have been interesting if you know if they had gotten him a little younger, I guess, or if he you know if he if he hadn't fallen ill. Um, it would have been interesting to see how he played Dumbledore. Later, yeah, so,
3: when so Dumbledore, Dumbledore had more to you're do, you're suggesting
2: yeah. they should have used the Time Turner and <laughs> yeah. gotten the younger one. No, I'm not because I
3: don't know how that works. They should have used the Tina Turner. That's <laughs> uh, that's then they would. Then we had a ball game. What we, it would have been funny if they like broke the mold and like casting that was totally out of left field. Like this year's you know Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher is played by Don Knotts. Yeah, you know? <laughs> whoa, I did not see that coming. It's like why does it always have to these
2: British? Freaking yeah. actors!
3: Let's have uh, you
2: know. Or how about Draco's mom? Is it Draco? Yeah, Draco's mom should have been played by Whitney Houston.
3: <laughs> yeah, there you go. That would have been
0: actually fantastic. I would have loved to see that. But uh, coming up, coming up here when when the books hadn't all been out. You know there was a, there was a lot of mystery. There were books written going, "What are the secrets of Harry Potter? Where are the clues to where this is leading because Because no one knew what the deal was what's the connection between harry and voldemort why Why is this going on? you know blah, blah 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 blah. and it just built and built and built. and I remember this whole thing right here, like people just could not believe they were like, so he was saved by love. That can't be it. You've got to fucking Dumbledore has gotta be have something up his sleeve. No, actually it turns out that is actually the reason. That's what saved him was love. But as as the story goes on, that actually makes more sense. Because right here, Dumbledore just fucking says it. He's like, You know what saved you? Love. And he's like, what does (laughs) that mean? (laughs) How did love what? He's like pat-pat and just, yeah. walk, you know, walks yeah, away. Like, it's like...
3: Yeah, you, you the best. that's the best you're going to get right now. Yeah. that's
0: It's a whole other thing, but you're here for seven years. It, it, we'll, yeah. we'll get to it. Later on, we'll have to discuss it. Look at him. He's all, like, caught up in his robes and his beard and stuff. He's like, like I don't want to be here. Just, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How I've had wax? the earwax ones, too.
2: Denzel Washington as Dumbledore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He would have made that shit tank that, that would have been fantastic. <laughs> May I
3: read my paper? May I read my paper? All right, Potter, you tell me a story. <laughs> you tell me a fucking story. Huh? You won't let me read my paper? Then you, you entertain me. I read this shit because it's entertaining, so you entertain me. Tell me a story. Right? Go. You and Hermione, right? Go.
4: <laughs>
2: that would have been awesome.
3: <laughs> Just be a good YouTube video.
2: <laughs> here we the, go. The here lost
3: here. casting tapes of, you know. Right. Denzel Washington. Sam
2: Jackson as Voldemort.
0: Sam Jackson as Voldemort. Wow. I remember there Do was... Do I look like the back of a head? <laughs> <laughs> I, rem- I remember there was talk of... Uh, uh, th- this may have just been wishful thinking, but before Ray Fine was uh, uh, cast, people were talking about Christopher Walken. They're like, he oh, should be wow. Voldemort.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's hard to picture. <laughs> I, think Christopher I think Christopher Walken as, as Dumbledore
2: would have been a <laughs> I think I think he could have pulled off Voldemort.
3: It could have been. It yeah. would have had that
2: sense of like that people,
3: guy could also kick your ass. Yeah, because people hire. Crazy. People
2: always hire him to play like the classic Christopher Walken. Right. Now, yeah, but he's been yeah. in like movies like The Prophecy and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, he where can he was actually scary. act. Yeah, he can actually do other things than the classic Christopher Walken. People just don't let him do it anymore.
0: <gasps> Christopher Walken is Snape. But but Ooh. but not but not you know, ironical silly Christopher Walken. I still think I, I still I still yeah. full I on said, Chris, full yeah.
1: full Walken.
2: Yeah. I think I still would have gone with the Lord of the Rings guy. I
1: wonder if he could do a British accent. I'm sure he can. Walken? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he can. Probably.
0: That's a good question, though. I don't know that I've ever heard him do that. Mm-hmm. His accent is also, so, but his,
3: his normal speaking voice is sort of like, what, 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 <laughs> what, yeah, what is, is that? that? <laughs> you know, it's like, I think he just probably
2: just go with it. Mm. Mr. Uh,
0: Potter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, How my God.
2: Rob Zombie would have been a great Voldemort. Have you heard him speak? Eh. He looks scary. The end of them man. and he sings scary. You know who Rob Zombie would've
0: would have done well? Mad Eye yeah. Moody. Rob Ooh. Zombie is Mad Eye Moody would have been okay. pretty cool. Getting some crazy
3: casting choices here yeah. now. This this ending always <laughs> like struck me as like if I was the other houses, they're they they're sort of rightful, like this is fixed. Yeah. This is totally fixed. This is such bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I am outraged. He's totally like, oh, favoritism! Look, he's just and you get Excuse two me. points. So, and you so get Harry three. Potter
0: is always uh, just always wins for showing up. That's yeah. w- that's what are team That's what it's, this it's, is. In that, in that alternate. That's why
1: Malfoy hates him. Malfoy.
0: This is yeah. well. This is this is Britain. It's like, look, we have royalty here. Yeah. Harry Potter was born that way, <laughs> and yeah. you're just all gonna have to learn. He was born, the born with a silver scar. That's yeah. how yeah. it is, kids. <laughs> you, you, you had mentioned
2: you had mentioned to me, Mike, the alternate universe version of Harry Potter where he's he grows up in the Harry
0: Potter and the Methods of. uh, Brian would have brought that up if he were here.
2: Does he still go with the same um, group, or does he go Slytherin?
0: Oh, no. he, He actually goes Ravenclaw. Why? Because because in in Harry Potter and the Methods of Rationality, he he grows up uh, with um, scientist parents who have taught him logic and reason and evidence and stuff like that. So he's all about books and reading and smarts and stuff like that. And, and that's, then he that's thinks the Ravenclaw. Yeah, and that's Ravenclaw. In fact, he thinks Gryffindors are kind of idiots because they're always running in in a massive head, monster and, Yeah, monster situation is like what kind of moron would run <laughs> to? Like he finds out a sword. He, there's a gag where he find he finds out about the uh, the he finds out about the Chamber of Secrets or or they they think he might find out about the Chamber of Secrets or something and McGonagall's like uh and and he tells her and and she's like so you're not you wouldn't Go to the Chamber of Secrets, like you wouldn't you wouldn't explore it or or try to do it like yourself without. And He's like, no, what kind of idiot would
4: do that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just like, go walking into the Chamber of Secrets. Basically, basically, there are references to events from the from the real Harry Potter uh, timeline with Gryffindors doing essentially what Harry and, and his friends do in this timeline, and the Harry of that timeline being like, what fucking idiots? Why wouldn't they? <laughs> you know, why would they go running headlong into those kinds of situations? Um, um, Harry is not Harry in that uh uh alternate reality is not always correct <laughs> but um he's got a different sensibility than this Harry. so so here's baby harry because this is the very first day of shooting and in fact if you if you uh, look at emma watson's face when she's talking she i i think still has some of her uh buck teeth in for a couple of the shots
2: what if the story followed harry joining slytherins and struggling with ideas of good and evil within himself
0: well, he's doing that a bit in the in the story that in Methods of Rationality. Oh yeah. Yeah. He does look like six. Yeah. Like... But uh, yeah, so this was this was the day, and I think you almost kind of feel it a little bit because even compared to the rest of the movie, it feels kind of safe, and they're like, "Oh God, I hope this isn't fucked up and awful. <laughs> like, let's not screw this up, please, please, please." So what's the science I behind wonder, these moving photos? I wonder where this baby is today. I was the, the kids, real Harry Potter because the kid's eleven years old now. I wonder oh. where the baby is. I would I would have used him. Ah, uh, Hogwarts. I I would have I would have. He'd just be starting Hogwarts. I yeah. would have put him somewhere in in uh, in like the Battle of Hogwarts or something. I would have had that kid <laughs> just to be like, see him right there. That, that was the baby. That was the original from the first baby. movie.
1: No, I wonder if you could ever really make a movie, or if you'd just be too precious about everything. <laughs> oh, I could do this, <laughs> Michael. We've got to make a movie here. No, but it's a thing.
3: I'm putting the baby <laughs> in. The baby's in. The baby stays in the picture. This I thought was just most, don't put it in a corner. I thought this was the most pretty nice. I thought this was the most perverse thing about about uh, the what uh, Rowling did with the with the story is the fact that the fact that okay, you have to go home for the summer. You have to go back to that awful yeah. life for the summer.
0: It's like wow, that's that's harsh. Yeah, that is really so harsh. So yeah, in that shot where she was talking, you could see her fucked up British teeth. Um, mm. The, the prosthetic ones, not the <laughs> but, <laughs> wow uh, authentic <laughs> fucked up. <British laughs> that tea. was crazy. That was me. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
3: So this movie does have kind of an extended denouement. Yeah. It's kind of like
0: okay, let's wave and and music, it's music, like we have
3: the music. The whole thing with the points and the Gryffindor yeah. and the whatever else, and then we have this whole goodbye scene.
0: Is that CGI right there? Nope. I mm-hmm. think that's that's, what, a, that's a, an extension. It's only now. a model. But, that's a,
3: yeah. That's what Britain looks like. Yeah. <laughs> the the castles. No, I'm talking look. about um.
2: The train was not no. Not the train. Him. Um. Oh, the, no, the, he the was
3: just on a... It? He's just got no, some big old Frankenstein boots on. Yeah, like...
0: well, right there it's probably actually a, a size double since yeah. it's far enough away. Yeah.
3: But, uh, yeah. It's so... Apparently it's this was over. a hit. Apparently this was a hit.
1: This movie could have been 30 minutes shorter.
0: Yeah. I think this movie without really changing anything just by tightening up heads and tails because we didn't really get into it but there's there are scenes where it's like you know, they wait for a door to close before cutting to the other person and it's like how about you cut And you hear the sound of the door closing and let them speak instead of door closes, cut to them, reaction shot, then they speak. It's like just cutting out those things, I really think you could tighten up this movie. And have it be essentially the same, just paced more quickly and and tighten it up by like 10 minutes at least. 20.
1: Anyway, this one is – they this is Harry it. Potter 101.
0: They didn't yeah. blow it. That's what you say about
1: this one. Right? Yeah. Yeah, like I said at the beginning, golf clap Harry Potter 1.
3: Yeah. Yeah. They, they laid the pipe, and there was a huge amount of- Hey, Bob Legato. I didn't know that. Yeah, huge amount. So that means that uh, we're talking not DDE then, I don't think. He, because he's, 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 uh, he's an independent now, I believe. He's, he's yeah. sort of an independent supervisor. But uh, we'll see. We'll keep an eye on it. Anyway. But um, yeah, it's it's like we said, it's like there was a huge amount of pressure. We can only imagine what sort of you know pressures were like, don't screw this up and what choices had to be made. And, and, you know, okay, from the casting to what are things look like to how to adapt the book, you know, it's 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 a huge daunting thing. And they, they probably did about the best they probably could considering how everything was probably second-guessed to death, every choice. You
1: know. Anthony, any kind of parting thoughts for the first movie?
2: I didn't like it that much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, well. that's it. Mike?
0: Well, I think you can uh, – you almost – Say the same thing about the book, although the book was uh, is much has more charm than the movie does. I think and yeah. more personality. Um, but the the first book is also one of the weaker ones of the series. It, what once what. Once you get to the later books and you're like, just just like with the films, you get to the later books and you're like, holy shit, this is what this story is, <laughs> you know? And then you go back and you're like, oh well, you know, pinch the cheeks, um, because c- you're like, that's adorable, but it's nothing like, you know, it starts off as a kids thing and it becomes legitimate epic fantasy, um, by by the midpoint and certainly towards the end, and and the films do the same thing. So yeah, same same as Trey said, it's like they didn't fuck it up. <laughs> they they laid a solid enough foundation. It wasn't it wasn't super exciting and weird and quirky, but that meant it was just a rock solid foundation that they could start to do that from later on. Which um, fortunately they did, and actually, you know, once we go to Chamber of Secrets next, you even see them start. You see them start to have a little bit more freedom and and start to take a few more chances here and there. So
3: uh well, I already gave my my basic summation, but actually i um, I'd be curious I haven't like and I think you may have done more Mike uh spent more time sort of learning more about the 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 rolling side of of right. the writing of the Harry Potter history. I just read the books I mean I know the basics about her and and so on, but um something that needs to be i think should be can be mentioned is that just as there's a perception that you know a director is the be all and end all of what a movie is um. That's not true, right. and uh, so we can't say that you know the casting is. Columbus did a great job casting, and he did a great job designing Hogwarts or whatever. I mean, yes, he was in charge of things, but who knows who made what call? Right. Um, but the fact is, you know, he was the man who gets blamed or whatever, and and it's you know it's a good line drive up the middle, like we said. Um, but we also should bear in mind the idea, just like the arbitrary title change of the book itself, um, that the. Author of a book isn't necessarily the be-all and end-all because it does go through the publisher and an editor. Right. And, and a publisher will go, we will print your book, but yeah, not so much with this stuff and this part. And let's get this part taken out and so on. So – you know Stephen King, like he he published The Stand, and we you know, all of us went, my God, that's the biggest novel anyone's ever published. And then ten years later, he goes, actually, this is The Stand with the extra um. two hundred pages that <laughs> my editor wouldn't let me put in a book because they said no one will buy that. So you know, it's like I. So I, I was just addressing the idea of Rowling might have might have been sort of like let's just keep the book small. You know, right. it's like you're you're nobody. We're giving you a shot. We're publishing your your wacky fantasy book. Um, it seems good. It'll probably sell. Yeah. Um, but let's trim it down. Let's take out some of the darker parts. I mm-hmm. mean, you have no. We, I don't know if there was any of that process, but that often happens, especially with the first-time writer. That's true. Cool. And later, when she's like, "I'm a bestseller," I'm writing the freaking book I want to write yeah. this time. Uh, and everyone will die. Yeah, Everyone will die and the books are going to get bigger and bigger <laughs> until they become so big they can't be lifted by humans. <laughs> That's my goal.
1: This has been Down in Front. You want to find more episodes at downinfront.net. Subscribe to us on iTunes. get a brand new episode every single week. Twitter.com slash downinfront. Facebook, Down in Front Show. It's uh, one g- of downinfrontshow at gmail.com. the hell is going on?
0: There's There is beeping. I hear
1: beeping. <laughs> um... <laughs> What am I at?
0: <laughs> oh wow! Downinfront.net
1: S- slash forum. You should involve yourself in the conversation. You're have an excellent community, and there we announce every week where the live chats are going to be. Downinfront.net slash live. But you have to go to the forum to know when and where they're going to happen and what movies they're going to be and all that fun stuff. Uh, Holden Hill designed and maintained the website. Matt Fedevator is shown up in chapter breaks and iTunes. And Mickey Marsala is our TVtroops.org. T- that was my My TV Troops org correspondent tvtropes.org if it ever happened in a movie twice they know about it you can find it there and until next time my name
0: is t christy mike scott and this has been down in front thank you much for listening good night good night i think the titanic was trying to warn us that it was sinking <laughs> yeah he <laughs> calling for help there are literally
4: nazis broadcasting <laughs> in, the, in, the,
3: in the side bedroom i don't understand what that's about